This is Two Dudes and a Six Pack with your hosts, Grayson and Chris. Tight, 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 yeah. That's good. Join us as we cover a six pack of topics from booze Excellent. to pop culture. Inconceivable. So, pull up a chair and crack open a beer as we discuss the best. Here's to feeling good all the time. Of the worst. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Two Dudes and a Six Pack, where we make the best of the worst situation through booze and pop culture. And speaking of worst situation, this is episode four of our quarantine series, and there is no end in sight, which means this could be going from bad to worse. But don't worry, we have a lot of rants and just great Great content this week. I'm really looking forward to everything we're going to get into in a little bit. But before that, we got uh, introductions are in order. On this side, you got Grayson. And on the other side of the glass, you got your friend and mine, Chris. That's right. What's up, everybody? It's, uh, this is fourth in a row, man. Four weeks in a row here. Yeah. One, it's like a record for us for podcasting consistency. You know, this is... <laughs> The quarantine has brought out the best of two dudes, uh, at least. Silver for, lining. Yeah, yeah, silver lining. You're stuck with us more, so unless that's the opposite of silver lining. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, this quarantine, no end in sight, um, at least to the end of April, if not longer, is the, what it's looking like. So we're in this for the Here, long Here's my long. question. Okay. Where is that over under on FanDuel.com? I want to get the over under on no coronavirus. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you can't start like betting on like death rates in certain cities and states. I mean, there's got to be that kind. Of, like, what is Vegas doing? They got they have no sports to bet on. So right, there's got to be. I mean, people need to bet. I mean, you got to bet Eight on something. that or death toll's gonna go up even higher, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I mean, you have all the people that are addicted to gambling. You got to give them something. You got to give them something. It's like when all the, yeah, and when all like the, the, the alcohol places close up, all those alcoholics, ooh, that's going to be, I hope they're stockpiling. It's going to be a bad day. It's looking like that here now. It doesn't look good. Yeah, the shelves are looking a little uh, sparse. (laughs) Shelves are looking light. My options tonight. A little light, <laughs> Ugh, man. But hey, we're we're getting by, man. We're getting by. That yes, we are getting by. So we're gonna open this up with our like our our opening rant of the week because there's always something new to talk about. But before that, we might as well crack open our our first drink to go right along with that rant. So Chris, what do you got? Um, first up. All right, first up is a beer I think I've had on this show before. It's, <laughs> it's going to be sort of routine for the next couple uh, podcasts, yeah, I think. Slim pickings, man. Uh, it is, it is. But it's a beer I haven't had in a long time. Uh, I found it in a hefty 24-ounce can. Nice. And it is the classic uh, Blue Moon, the Belgian oh, White. man, the 24-ounce Blue Moon. That is a solid yeah. purchase. Yeah, for sure. It uh, it throws me back a little bit to the uh, the Mary Helen Harper uh, kegger. Yes, way back yes. in the Peter days. I will always tell anybody who's listening, and usually nobody is, but I will tell them that Blue Moon for our time period was like the gateway beer. 
into yes. like a new thing. Because I mean, back then, back in whenever we were doing that, at least in, in Michigan, I mean, you had like bells was going. You still you had a couple of micros, but they weren't really. I mean, widely available. So we didn't have a lot of options. Like the craziest things you saw people drinking was Red Stripe and Heineken. So the fact that you saw a beer being served with an orange slice in it, that was like mind blowing. So I I remember having that and just like, wow, I didn't know beer could be like this. And that was that first next great step into a larger beer world. And it was, it it was And, and like, this was back to, to that, uh, that kegger night. If somebody, if you heard somebody had a keg of Blue Moon, I mean, this was like a high end affair. Oh you know? yeah, if, yeah. If you didn't show up with a sports jacket on, then you were uh, you were underdressed for this kind of a soiree. Oh yeah, you, you definitely had to do the, the cigar jacket. I mean, you had to, yes. you, had to you had to pull the the Hugh Hefner look because yeah, like that was as high brow really as you got for just keggers. The the only other uh, not to sidetrack here, but the only other thing I can think of that was uh, slightly similar was do you remember the driver Kyle for a hot yes, second? Yes, yes. The guy with the he long a, hair, the long hair dude, or the other one? Other one, the okay. other guy. Yes, uh, the taller, scrangly looking. Yes, dude. I remember him. He, he had a, uh, a personality aside. That's a story for a different day. Uh-huh. But he had a friend's giving, and uh, he had a keg of Bell's Amber. And that oh. was another one where it's like, holy crap, dude, sparing no expense. Yeah, yeah, that was that was high balling. Yeah, but yeah, so I got the uh, you know good old classic twenty four ounces of uh, Blue Moon Belgian White. I think it's a little different now. I think it got bought out since the time that we were really drinking it heavily. But I can't uh, remember. I can't remember if uh, Miller has always Miller Coors. I can't remember if they've always done Bells. I mean, uh, done blend uh, on two Blue Moon. You could be right. But you could be right. That was like the original. Uh, that was like oh, the ori- sorry. That was like the original. Like it looks like a craft beer, but it's definitely not. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Uh, I gotta say, I remember being a little smoother. Right. Then, uh, you know, back then, there's a bit more carbonation than I, you know, remembered. But uh, still, apparently, brewed with Valencia or Valenia, Valenia orange peel. So there you go. Wherever that's at. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I, I, I like to go off on, like, wheat beer rants. I feel like a lot of places just don't make them or they just don't make them well. And, yeah. I mean, Bell, I mean, I keep on saying Bell's. Um, uh, Blue Moon isn't a, like, it's a decent fallback if you want. It's a decent fallback. Yeah. Especially if it's on tap. Like, you know, it's pretty pretty decent on tap. I'm like to order that if there's really nothing else that's interesting to me. Yeah. Like I'll order a blue moon on draft over the craft IPA nowadays, if they have one. Yeah. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't want to pay the extra for that. It's just going to be like every other one. At least I know what I'm getting with blue moon. Yeah. There's really only like a handful of craft IPAs. I, I'll definitely get. It's like, Oh yeah, that one's really good. But it's gotten to the point, like, if I go to a, uh, just, like, a local micro place, there's, like, most of the IPAs at your local, like, corner, like, craft brewery or whatever, it's all the same now. It's just like, ugh, yeah, I've had this before. <laughs> but it's three times as expensive as that Blue Moon on tap. Ugh. But, so, anyways, my uh, opening beer, it is the original craft beer in a can. It's Dale's Pale Ale. 
Oh, Dale's. I love Dale's Pale. Yeah, it is, you know, that that red, white, and blue can. It's like you've always, this in can has been around for forever. And it was one of those things I'd look at it and be like, I can't tell if that's supposed to be like a good beer or a bad beer. (laughs) Like, I didn't know. (laughs) You couldn't really tell. But, um, yeah, it's from Oscar Blue Brewing Company. I think that, or Oscar Blue's Brewing Company. I think that's in Colorado. It's Colorado, yeah. Um, yes. Um, actually, they, they have a, they started in Longmont, Colorado, but they have expanded. They have two other breweries now. The one's in uh, Brevard or Brevard, North Carolina. I apologize for if I butchered that from people from North Carolina and in Austin, Texas. So, you know, got the. Okay. I, yeah, I always associate them with uh, Colorado. That's yeah, cool. I mean it's it's mount, it's Mountain Pale Ale. I feel like if they were going to expand, they should have put one into like West Virginia, so you get the Appalachian Mountain thing, and it still works. But um, yeah, I'm going to crack this open. This has been sitting in the back of my oh shit. <laughs> this has been sitting. <laughs> it's just, been sitting there, man. Yeah, it's been sitting in the back of my refrigerator for months. Which is why it just exploded everywhere. I think a lot of times, a lot of times when I have like a can that's just been sitting in the back of the fridge, it always explodes. Yeah, like I think it gets colder back there. Yeah, and then I you bring yeah, it out uh, and it expands, and it's just like we ought to switch fridges, man. I want to open mine up and find some Dale's in the back. <laughs> yeah, I think the last thing I found in the back of my refrigerator was like a half drink Sprite from Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually, yeah, it's usually like some half eaten thing and then like some celery that you forgot six months ago. And it's just like, yeah, it's basically you tie in a knot so flimsy. Yeah. It's terrible. You're just hoping that the, uh, the bag is still intact. So the juices don't just like pool out everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that vegetable crisper. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, okay. This is a perfect segment segue into the rant, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was taking my my once a week venture to the store um, and I'm just kind of, you know, walking and I'm trying to just pick up whatever I can. And I was going to get like an avocado. I feel like, OK, avocado safe. You know, it's got the, 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 the thick skin on it. So you're not going to be, you know, people aren't going to be like screwing with it. And, uh, you know, it, it's I feel like that's that's quarantine proof a little bit because you got that extra like thick skin on it. Yeah, it's a hearty, it's a hearty vegetable. Yeah, yeah. Preferred. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, oh, I'm not sitting there, I'm standing there, I'm looking at it, and the lady is, you know, they got the tomatoes next to the avocados, and the lady there is just fondle squeezing every single tomato. She picks it up, she squeezes it, she puts it down, she grabs another one, it's like, lady, you can't do that anymore. Like, you can't, like, you just contaminated that entire tomato section. Like, you, you, you did that. Because unless this was bad enough, like before this was bad, yeah, everybody touching everything. Yeah, at least then when you got home, you could put it under just water or whatever. You can't do that now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are you gonna yeah. soak your t- tomatoes in bleach when you get back? Like you can't like Lysol spray down your tomatoes. So no. it's like it's like you can't do that. Of course, I'm not I'm not buying that kind of produce anymore. If I if I buy tomatoes, it's usually in, like the the the, the the little tomato, I mean, the little, like, cherry tomatoes that have been, like, packaged already. But right. it's just, like, you, you can't do that. You can't touch everything. <laughs> like. Uh, do people have no etiquette anymore, man? No. And I feel like it works. Like, there's people, like, the dude that was, like, licking the shelves 
for just no reason, essentially like charged with terrorism. Yeah. And he, he actually got coronavirus, but it's like, why are we doing this? <laughs> People are just driving me nuts with the way that they want to operate in a grocery store. This is just like showing me how stupid humanity is like you know there's a lot of people that are doing really nice things i mean it shows like the best of humanity and it shows the worst of humanity and <laughs> yeah, yes like like i can't get how often do you walk to the store now and you just see like the latex gloves just sitting in the parking lot because somebody couldn't throw it away or take it home with them they just ripped it off and threw it in the middle of the ground it's like <laughs> so you're gonna make these workers that are getting paid like 825 maybe an hour Going around and pick up your like your like half used glove, like come yeah, on, dude. man. At this point, you'd rather pick up the half used condom than the half used uh, rubber glove. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, but then put it on the pole. Would you rather pick up a used glove with potential for coronavirus or a, a used condom at this point? Oh God, that is um yes, that that's is, conundrum. The, the fact that we're even thinking about that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I gotta go with the, I gotta go with the condom at this point. As horrible as it is, man. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> you can. We just don't know what to think to do, man. Yeah, I know I can just bleach the crap out of my hands with that thing. You know, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's always uh, that's always classy when you find the discarded condom just laying there. That like, is, that's like the classiest move. Yeah, it's like that. That's like, what was this? Was this like some weird tryst? After a after a horrible night of bad decisions, you found yourself in this parking lot. Yeah, back in <laughs> the happened? Walmart parking lot, you just <laughs> ripped it off, and I st- like I want the backstory, but I don't want the backstory. Yeah, you know? uh, back in back in high school, before I was able to drive, I would you know normally I'd have to walk home uh, from high school. It, it wasn't that far, you know, it was probably a mile and a half, maybe two miles. And, you know, it's not the worst thing, especially during the summer times or during the spring times. But I would try to, like, bum a ride naturally. And I was friends with a couple of girls that were, like, the grade older than me. And they, they had cars. So that was, you know, <laughs> I'd always bother them with, can I get a ride? And I'm sure they uh, hated me for it. But anyway, so I was getting a ride from this one girl. And so we're walking back into the, the, the parking lot. And we get to her car. And there is a used condom that's just been slapped in the middle of the windshield, just oozing oh, everywhere. <laughs> and then she just like mutters something and like grabs it and whips it off. And I'm just like, ugh. She's like, no, it, it's not really used. It's a joke. I'm like, ah, you sure about that? Okay. And then, you know, you, you, you turn on the windshield wiper. And it just, it just kind of like, it doesn't really wash it. It just like smears it. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Odd. I'm not gonna touch your hand when I leave. Yeah, no kidding. Your standard white wiper fluid is, it ain't gonna cut through that nonsense. No, no, that that is the the wiper fluid is not made for that kind of lubrication or spermicide. No, it's <laughs> right. It's the, it's, right. It's not. It's not what it's for, man. <laughs> oh man, dude, what I can't stand right now is the. Uh, so I don't get on social media that often. But I've got, uh, I will do, a, you know, a couple check-ins or whatever, just to, mainly to see, like, if my grandpa sent me something or something dumb like that, right? Right. But uh, it's the people that are living in the states that aren't, like, completely locked down that are just going on. Like, there's nothing going on right now. I right. saw these these people that were, like, at a restaurant. They're, they're posting pictures of their food. 
Yeah. It's there. It's their state. It's just that the state doesn't care that much about it. I'm like, what are you guys doing right now? Like, you uh, aware yeah. of what's going on? It's like, you're the reason why this is getting delayed. Like, you're, you are pushing it back, you selfish piece of shit. Like, I hate you. Seriously. Like, like just... Uh, I just, I just can't, I just don't get it, man. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> out of boredom, I turned on Bumble, the, uh, the, the, the dating app. I was just kind of curious. It's like, okay, well, what, what are you going to talk about with somebody when you can't even meet up? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so I just wanted to see how that, that those conversations would go. So I turned it on and matched with one and talking to this girl and it's like, okay, so what, so what are you up to now that you're in quarantine? She's like, oh, you know, I'm just hanging out with my family and my friends and everything. I'm just like. Sounds like somebody is not taking social distancing very seriously. Right. right. And she's like, no, we're all quarantined on our own, and then we meet up. I'm like, I don't think you understand what quarantine means. You stupid that's idiot. Like, it's like, okay. That's like the exact, that's, you're breaking the whole point. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's just going home and then meeting up. That's just like, that's like just. But guys, they were quarantined before they met up. Yeah. So obviously, they're yeah. still kind of quarantined. That's not how. That's not how this stuff works. Guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're banging somebody, and then they, then you're not using protection, and then they go, and they're banging other people without any protection. They come back, and you're like, well, they were clean the last time he was here, so <laughs> it's fine, right? right? right. No, yeah. that's not how that works. Exactly. Are you familiar with the term Eskimo brother? <laughs> Right, right. They they have this term for a reason. Yes, like you're literally like kind of, sort of related at that point, right? Mm -hmm. It's such an amazing term. (laughs) Amazingly strange term. It it is an amazingly strange term. Um, This has not happened to me. I'm I'm not. I'm not that uh, prolific, so to speak. (laughs) But at uh, least that we can talk about on the podcast. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. My favorite thing to have happen is if you're at a gathering and two people realize for the first time that they're asking brothers, that's kind of like an amazing interaction to watch happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they didn't, if they had no idea. And oh. then now, now all of a sudden they've got this like <laughs> this shared history. You, oh, uh, you want, this takes it a step further. I have a a friend who dated uh, this this brother, oh this guy or whatever, and so she dated him for a while, and then at some point in time she hooked up with his sister, and oh, at, at, eventually the brother and sister <laughs> discovered this. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So what, the, what the, is that? <laughs> I don't even know. So the <laughs> so the brother and sister are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> like, oh, what that you, is incredible. I like. What, <laughs> what do you even say? Like, and who's what a time the, to be alive, man? And who's the most freaked out? <laughs> like, is it the brother or is it the sister? Yeah, yeah. I can't even. I can't even put myself into another kind of mental state that would kind of let me comprehend that. Yeah, if you're just like sitting in the room with your with your siblings, and then you just kind of like you're just randomly talking, and then it just like just dawns on both of you, you're just like, oh my god. The worst thing oh. is if one of you got a venereal disease, technically from the other. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
this sort of this sort of crazy leapfrog VD <laughs> that happened. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I gave my sister hepatitis. Like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have. I a, indirectly I, gave it to her. Okay, it's I, have, I have a lot of questions. Turns out we're Eskimo siblings. Yes. <laughs> Would that be just Eskimo twins? Eskimo um, twins. That is it. That's exactly what it is. Eskimo <laughs> twins. <laughs> That is a conversation I would never want to have, like ever. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, uh, man, I only want—I want the parents to get divorced so one of them can, like, the dad can hook up too, and then it's just like all, right. just all sorts of weirdness. The mom could too at that point. <laughs> yeah, just, just. Just, just, oh, I don't even man. know what that is. Just an igloo family or something. Like, like I. Don't... <laughs> They're just uh, one happy igloo. <laughs> There's some people that would probably take some great pride in the, in it just going generationally like that. Yeah, yeah. Mom, that... dad, brother, sister, just boom, did all of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's almost entertaining if you're the one person. It's not entertaining for everyone else, but <laughs> no, no. no. I feel like people like that, they need to find their other person that's got similar mindset. If I found this out about a person, that would that would almost be, I would have to say, kind of a deal breaker. But unless they've sort of changed or something like that, it, it kind of comes about with how they, how they lay it on you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see that guy? I banged him. I banged his sister. And then when his parents got divorced, I banged his mom and his dad. And none of them know yet. <laughs> and none of them know yet. Yeah. I'm going to tell them at dinner tonight. About <laughs> the royal flush. Banging everybody in the same suit. See, what you do is you don't tell them. You don't, and, and then you don't tell anybody that you hooked up with anybody else in the family. And then you go to like a family right. dinner. And then you just say, <laughs> and you just say, I just want to say that. I've contracted syphilis and watch every <laughs> single one of them freak out. <laughs> and then as each one of them freaks out, they will ask each other, why are you freaking out? And then it's just, a... <laughs> like my, my work uh, here is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, I don't know how we got into that topic from uh <laughs> rage yeah. and quarantine, but we got there though. We we're here. This is what happens when you're in quarantine for four weeks. This is just like this is where mm-hmm. this is the uh, the the twisting road we get to. Dude, it's you know we just never know. You, you want to hear something else that's kind of pissing me off lately though too. The, so like they took our sports away. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They then they took our bars away. Mm-hmm. And now the comics, man, the comics are now taken away. Like I saw this coming. With like the so-called non-essential businesses and crap like that, right? But uh, the the main publisher or no, the distributor for Marvel and DC, like they just flat out said they're not going to ship books for the foreseeable future. Uh, they they can't even do like a print-on-demand thing like that's No, man, like print brick-and-mortar comic book shops, dude. I was watching uh, I was watching a video on it, and Kevin Smith has a, a podcast. He's a guy that did like Clerks, right? Yeah. Kind of comic book nerd does he still have that show on amc the the comic book guys or whatever it's called i don't think it's on anymore but that's that's the guy right he's got a, a comic book shop in uh new york city which is you know, the worst place to have one right now <laughs> right 
But uh, yeah, man, he found out like on air that this diamond thing, and like you could just see his face. He's like, my business is like done. Like I feel bad for him, but like as right. a fan, I'm like, this is like uh, I'm still coming to grips with this man. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm by no means anywhere near you know the, the comic book fan as you, but whenever I do pick up something, like I don't like the digital like you know flip through it on your phone kind of thing i want that paper hard copy like there's just something about opening it up flipping the pages being able to really look at the art as it's presented you know i like i of course i don't even like like digital books i don't like any of that i I like the physical just there's something like satisfying about holding it in your hand and I'm trust me, I'm very I embrace all kinds of tech. I mean, I, I control all my light bulbs through my voice. So I mean, you know, my, my light bulbs are Wi-Fi. Uh, so so I, I'm I'm all about you know I like technology, but there's that kind of thing. It's like comic book is such like an art form, and yeah. I just I don't like looking at it on like a screen. There's just no. It's, there's something. It's it's hard to like pin down, but. You know, you'll get environmentalists that'll make the paper argument, and I get that. But I mean, they're not making, they're not killing a bunch of trees to make these comic books, right? You look at like some budget document in Washington D.C., and it's like, yeah, it's like twelve hundred pages. Yeah, you know, so it's like there is something. You know, it's it it just goes back to uh, an an ethereal thing to hold a comic book in your hand and, and just like read it, enjoy it and, you know, pass it along or whatever, but like to, to just go all digital right now. I mean, I, I, like I'll, I'll be very surprised if it ends up being like a, a long-term thing. Right. Just like sideswipe these comic book retailers. And the thing is like, these guys got to buy their inventory like in advance. Like they kind of, they buy them from the distributor at like wholesale costs and then they charge like the, the, cover price and they make like maybe a buck or two or something right. on yeah. you know every yeah. but there, there's going to be shops man that aren't going to be able to, to make it through this like that's just going to be the case of a lot of different businesses but right you know near, near to me is like freaking comic books man yeah. it's going to really suck it's yeah. like i mean so they're just just going to sell like dark horse basically i mean yeah image yeah like it's just not enough you're not going to get the foot traffic in there to even buy these things right like, I don't even know, like, like I mean, what those places do, especially now. I mean, I knew that at least Star Wars, I mean, they used to be on Dark Horse, so I don't know if they're able to reprint those or if Marvel has just absorbed all of that. But, I think Marvel's got it. Yeah. And then in Image, you've got, like, Spawn, which, you okay. know, made it into, like, the mainstream ethos. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, so, like, when I would go and grab, I've got, like, a couple titles that I like to read every month. Right. And I would usually scope out the the independent press, like Dark Horse and Image and stuff like that, because you get, like, a creator that can't do a story idea in the big houses, like DC or Marvel. Right. But he's got like, this idea, and it's, like, a six-issue thing, and it'll be published in, like, the independent. So, you know, I would buy, like, the, the mainstream stuff, but I'd always cruise the other stuff to see if there was anything, you know, cool or interesting. Right. But that's... That's not going to keep these guys, you know, around. So yeah, you're not going to go to the comic store like, you know, maybe twice a month or whatever, just to look at the independent things, you know. Yeah, yeah. So quarantine's got that now too, man. Yeah. It's like what? 
there's going to be some businesses that just don't make it through. Like it just even just industries that just don't make it through this yeah. whole situation. Like, yeah, I was reading somewhere that AMC might like go bankrupt <laughs> because of everything. Which, AMC, which is unfortunate because I have a five dollar gift certificate. <laughs> and uh, speaking of that, dude. Yeah, I know. Speaking of that, there's a there's a giant like used books shop in town. Um, it's it's not really. I mean, there, there's a handful of them in in the state of Arizona, but it's, they're huge. They're, they're like bigger than your normal just bookstore. And um, you know, I was getting ready to move and everything, so I was just kind of taking anything and everything that I had that I didn't want there. And so I have like $60 worth of just gift certificates. And I was saving it up to rebuy a, a PS3 because you could get like a used one for like 70 bucks. So I'm like, okay, because, nice. because my, yeah. my old PS3 just took a crap and I have all the old fallout game. Like a lot of my games are just still, you know, PS3. And so right. I got these, so I got $60 in gift certificates and I don't know if it's going to be open by the time I leave. <laughs> so I'm just right. like, Oh man, it's like, come on. So Dude. cross my fingers that, you know, <laughs> they opened before, I don't know, they got till the end of May. So <laughs> we'll see. Hey, that's it, man. It, it'll be done. Uh, apparently the end of this month is the date that Trump set for the end of coronavirus. No more <laughs> at this point. Right. <laughs> I mean, I totally understand wanting to get like some businesses back up and running, man, because this economy is going to. Ooh, it's going to, I mean, Ugh. it's going to be rough for certain people in certain jobs. So dude, I'm with you, man. I'm actually more on the, as much as I'll joke about it. And, uh, I try not to like let on too much that like, there are certain things that he does that I'm actually not that disappointed in. Right. <laughs> Some people can't handle it. Yeah. But, uh, Oh yeah. If you, you say, know, if I, you say you support him, or like, yeah, I like that idea. Like, people will get down your throat, man. <laughs> dude, they will have freak. like a freak out. It's like, dude, just because I said something yeah. doesn't mean like I'm buddies with the guy. Like, right? You can support. Yeah, they, they look at you like, uh, like you've all slept with the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you guys are Eskimo <laughs> twins, aren't you? Right. No, right? No. no, I don't think so. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I, I gotta. I'm with them. I'm like, I, I really need some stuff. Here's the thing. Why can't they do this like county by county? If your county is like so overwhelmed with this, like here in Michigan, it's all down in Detroit. Mm -hmm. It's all Macomb and uh, Detroit City, um, whatever, Wayne. What, anyways, yeah. yeah. Counties, man, just shut those things down. Up mm -hmm. here, I got like literally nothing. Why can't I go, you know, just lock it down? Yeah, places like me that are pretty remote, you know. Hey, this is kind of why we live up here, anyways, right? Yeah. We're sort of isolated from this. Yeah. Oh, people so. are freaking out that like the state of uh, like North Dakota hasn't done a, a stay-at-home thing. I'm like, dude, there's like one person every ten miles. Like that's like the equivalent. Like you have yeah, to drive in, to get like them in Montana, stuff. man. They're so spread out. Yeah. Like they're already isolated. They're already so they've been social distancing since. 18 whatever when they <laughs> yeah, were in the union. Yeah. That, that, that should be like the, the, the motto on the sign when you drive into like Montana. Like Montana, social distancing <laughs> yeah, exactly. since 1764. It's like, <laughs> okay, I can get back. I mean, heck, I wouldn't mind just having like a ranch in Montana. That'd be freaking great, man. Like, you know? Yeah. You, man. Could, you could, I mean, so the next time we have to social quarantine, which will probably happen at some point, you just got, you just <laughs> got, gonna, your, yeah. you got your land. 
and you got, I don't know, whatever, you're growing. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to deal with cattle. Maybe I'd have a few goats and llamas or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Goats and a healthy marijuana crop. Yeah, be yeah. Great. Yeah, you know, just set up some, you know, uh, greenhouses. You can grow some pretty much whatever you want to, I think. Yeah, totally. Year round. Yeah. Some, uh, some eateries. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like a little, like, the, why does the ranch, the, the American ranch needs to take a page from the Belgian monasteries, dude? Yes. Yeah. And that's how they survive, man. Like, just just growing their own stuff, making their own beer, and usually maybe a little bit of cheese. <laughs> Gotta get that goat. Dude, who doesn't, who doesn't, like, you could live off of that, literally, right? Beer and cheese, man. That's still like a party. <laughs> that, that yeah. Is, that is a party. And they're growing a bunch of wheat, too. They're probably making some sweet bread. Yeah, to go with it, man. I tell you what, goat cheese—that is heavily underrated. Goat cheese is really underrated. Goat cheese is like a fancy feta. Yeah, but it's like silk—it's like a little silkier, isn't yeah, it? Like, silkier, a little creamier. It's just man, like the best sandwich I've ever had had goat cheese. There wasn't—I don't even think there was meat in it. It was just like I just can't even—I can't and... even explain it. Like it was all locally grown. On this island, and it was just bread, slice of goat cheese, slice of tomato, and like basil, and that was it. But for some, like everything, like they had just like produced within the last six hours, so there was just like there was yeah, nothing man. you couldn't. It's just like it was so fresh, and it's sign probably, me up for that. Yeah, and it's, I'm sure like the goat just cheese probably wasn't pasteurized, so you still got like that nice, you know, that whatever that you can't really have in the states because you have to just like yeah, you, yeah. you have to just bleach all the the. All the flavor out of cheese and milk. I know, man. We call ourselves the, the like leading country. Come on, guys. We're yeah. missing out on all this great stuff. Yeah, you have to. And who doesn't like goats now, man? Those things are like they're just right up there with dogs. They yeah. do all kinds of crazy, funny stuff. You have, uh, yeah, you have yoga studios that just like goats walk around because apparently that's a thing. So, I mean, yeah, you. Hey, can where's be- that goat city at? Isn't that in uh, Arizona? Goat city. Is there just a bunch of goats walking around? Oh, somewhere? there's a donkey city. I guess it'd be, oh, it's it'd be, it'd be mules or something like that. Up. Yeah, there's an old. It's old. It's up in the mountains. Um, but it used to be an old, like I don't know if it was a silver mine or some kind of mine up there, and then it dried up, and all yeah, all the uh, all the miners left, but they left their mules and donkeys, or whatever. I think it's donkeys, <laughs> and so the donkeys just kept procreating, and now it's like a yeah tourist thing. You got to drive way the hell out of nowhere, but I mean it, it's. It's entertaining. Like, yeah, I've been there one time when I was driving through, but uh, we were uh, we were gonna try to make it there, but it was too out. It was too out of the way. It's so uh, yeah, you and know, you got to twist and turn through these mountains, and it it takes a while to get up there. So, and it's you're kind of there for an hour. Maybe you stop and get something to eat, but you know, right? There's really nothing. Not like, now. Yeah, yeah. Unless you just start shooting the goats <laughs> or shooting the donkeys, right? I wouldn't be surprised if a donkey was mayor. It's like, uh, we'll vote for this guy. Because you've seen like those towns where they like they vote for a dog, and the dog becomes mayor. <laughs> exactly. So like, he, he was the greatest uh, mayor ever. Didn't the Simpsons do something with that? I feel like they did. Yeah, they probably did. They've I mean, done everything. Simpson, Simpsons I mean, did it. Yeah, it's what thirty-five years old now. It's in the thirties. Older. I mean, it's in the thirties. Well, the the uh, the original episode was. Uh, a Christmas episode for 1989, and then they had yeah. 
before that they had the you know the, the shorts on the Trace Yolman show. So I think technically it's probably like thirty two years, thirty three maybe. Okay. So, but, but still, that, that that's a nice gig. That's, that's some job stability. No kidding. No kidding. Ah oh, man. But do you have anything else to rant about? We can we could probably move on if you don't. Yeah, man. There's definitely some other stuff. You know, it seems like every other day. But uh, I'm just about done with this blue moon. 24 yeah. ouncer already. Oh, man, you smashed it. it. Off, you so. smashed it. Smashed. Just so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what's the next drink you got on the up after the blue moon? Uh, it's way downhill from here, man. It's way oh, downhill. Oh man. So um, I'm a uh, I'm gonna drink a chaser beer or a palate cleanser beer. Okay. Uh, good old uh, natural light. Oh man, the natty light. Natty light brewed in America since 1977. Which I love that they put that on there because it's like not there for, it's really not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, most of these paps is like eighteen something. They even like put like <laughs> the uh, stuff they won. Yeah, but uh, not natural light. They're just lit. They're just owning it. They're like, yeah, nineteen seventy seven was when we started. I'm doing the same thing ever since then, and uh, take it or leave it. Pretty do- much is there. I do like their more most recent packaging. It's almost like Miami Vice esque meets Natty Light. Yeah, 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 like yeah. That. And I think they actually they add like some flavor to it. I think I think that like had like some fruit. Oh yeah, they, like they have sugar. they have some seltzers too. They're but they're super yeah. sugary. They are. Spoiler alert! That's coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, man. So our our local. My uh, typical places to go, local brew stop and uh, the grocery store, man, they're getting light on their selection process. So you're forced to buy these like these 30 spots of just light beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, so I was digging in there. I, I got some other options. I'm saving them for the for, for some upcoming podcasts. Uh, got some cocktails that we can start, you know, doing a little bit of. Nice. But uh, as far as beer goes, you know, this time around, I'm like, we'll just uh, we'll keep it simple. It's just what we got in hand. So, uh, you know, the good old uh, natural light. It's basically a really, really light beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got something to mention about that. But before I do that, I'll uh, crack open mine. This was also, this had rolled into the back of my refrigerator, I believe from not this present St. Patrick's Day, but last St. Patrick's Day. And it is a Guinness Drought Stout bottle. It's got the uh, Ooh, it's got nice. the the white wrap bottle wrap around it with the the toucan and the uh, the the you know the, the Guinness glass and the toucan's uh, beak. And yeah, yeah. I am gonna do like a cardinal sin of Guinness. I'm just gonna drink it straight out of the bottle because I just didn't feel like <laughs> grabbing any cups because go. I'm kind of running out of cups because all my glass ones are packed and I only have like three plastic ones left. Hey man. It's- we're quarantined, dude. We gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. So let's see if this doesn't explode. All right. No widget in that one, right? That doesn't have the widget, does it? Um, I don't think so. It says enjoyed chilled straight from the bottle. Again, it seems. Uh, yeah. That's. Yeah, I think if it had the widget, they would be telling you to turn it like hard pour it. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. It's fine. <laughs> It's funny. So uh, on, on the beer reviews I do, 
on the Two Dudes in the Six Pack YouTube channel. Um, so you should so, uh, like, comment, subscribe. By the way, like, subscribe to all the really good cool. stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're approaching a thousand. Well, we're approaching technically eight hundred subscribers. But there uh, you go. So, um, so the Guinness, whatever. They also own uh, what, what Smittix or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. um, in so and the parent company that now owns both of them is called uh, Dia, uh, Diageo, Diego, Diego, Diageo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they yeah. are a British, they're a British company. And I made the joke of saying that, oh, now uh, Guinness is now a British company, and the number of thumbs downs I get for that comment <laughs> is absurd. Like it, I'm floating at like 50, 50. There's like 300 on yay. 300 on like, like screw you. And, and like the fact that people just get so mad. That's like, it's a joke, man. Like I know it's not an, I mean, it's not an English beer, but you're owned by an English company. It's just a joke, man. Like chill out. You're beer drinkers. You're not supposed to be freaking out. Like this. speaking of freaking out when, uh, <laughs> I still I remember back when we were both working at the Pita Pit, and I was living um, still in like in East Lansing or maybe might, might have been in the border in, into Okemos. Um, I don't. Yeah, my, yeah. my neighbor asked, "Do you have any <laughs> friends that can buy us some Bush Light?" Or I think it was Bush. Yeah, they, they, could you buy us some Bush Light? They were pretty specific about. Yeah, very specific on a thirty spot of Bush Light, and like. Yeah, okay. You know, I'm sure Chris could, uh, you know, do it. I won't tell you why they needed somebody else to buy the beer. Um, yeah, sure. like they lost uh, the keys to their car or something. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't know. Like we couldn't make it. Whatever. Yeah, so there's some, there's, there's some weird reason. I don't remember. But um, so Chris goes, and they're out of bush light. So what do you do when you don't have bush light? You pick up some Natty Light. They're pretty that's, interchangeable. That's yeah, I mean, they're, they're not that different, you know? Uh, um, I'll even go so far to say that uh, the Natty is actually easier drinking than the Bush Light. I would so, concur. It's been a long time since I've had either, but I would concur that Natty is better than Bush. So I, I've been drinking Natty Light for a long time. My uh, father-in-law is a die hard like this is only this is what he drinks that's it you go to his house stocked full of natural so i've gotten pretty used to this beer but uh you know my reasoning was uh youngish young lady mm -hmm. uh doesn't really seem like the kind of heavier person she's like a uh a vodka soda kind of drinker mm -hmm. the bush light i usually associate more with my uh rougher around the edges hunter crew ah yes i could see that you know i figured hey he's all right they don't have the bush light um i'm at a 7-eleven and he's slancing i want to get my drink on with grayson and watch some chuck norris movies i'm not going <laughs> to drive out to meyer at this point right so there you go 30 pack of natural light save her a couple bucks by the way yeah yeah this is what it's you bad. get for this that is what is you get for stereotyping <laughs> yeah Hundred <laughs> percent. So Chris shows up with the thirty spot or whatever of Natty Light, and the freak out begins. <laughs> oh, this girl was like so pissed, man. So like, mad. So pissed. So mad that you got Natty instead of Bush. Like loses her freaking mind. Like, like, like I don't even think she talked to you for like a week or something after that, dude. Like, like I, there was a there was some 
cone of silence around you. They, they were, yeah, they're just, just, just nonstop, just like a blitzkrieg of, I can't believe you. Boop, 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 boop. I don't even remember. And the thing is, she's a very fast talker. So by the time you like, you've like processed everything she said, she's already like onto the next <laughs> sentence. And you're, just, you're just trying to keep up. You're trying to keep up. And you, in your she mind, she's some Italian in her, didn't she? Wasn't she a little bit of Italian? Um, or Greek. There's something in there. I mean, she's Jewish, so I don't know if she had that that Jewish mother, like very like like (laughs) rapid speak. I don't know. Yeah, Um, speech though. Yes, very. Yeah, and like lost, just just lost it, just lost it. Like I've (laughs) never to this day had anybody lose their mind. It's like it's like even if you like one over the other, they're very comparable. Like we're not talking like she, she wasn't like hey, give me a Stella Artois and you showed up with an ice house. You know, that's right. That's not right. the move you made, but that was the freak out. Uh, it was, it's to this day. It's still like, I still can't believe I was, you know, getting chewed out because of the, uh, especially uh, since you did, you were doing a favor, you were conducting a favor for somebody. Yeah, yeah. There was a very specific reason why I had to go and do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there, there was a very limited demand in terms of how this, pro- this transaction could be processed. I was an integral piece of that transaction. Yeah, yeah. You were the. <laughs> yeah. Without you, there was no transaction. So right, it's just like right. you were the only one that like, hey. you know still had your I don't know your car keys or something. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but it was like at the end of the day, like her party could have been like totally canceled, man. Yeah. Totally kaput. You could have just picked up the beer, given her her money back. Be like, all right, peace out. <laughs> Good luck with your bush. <laughs> Good luck exactly. with your bush. Do do do. Um, yeah. So. Good luck with your bush too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with your bush. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that was, I, th- I, th- I think about that every time, um, Pretty much any time I buy natural light. <laughs> and I've actually been reading bush light the last couple of days here. Yeah. I've yeah. been so like limited with these these I've had having to buy beer in bulk. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like waffling back and forth between bush and natural light. I mean my go-to is like the 15th spot of that light, man. Right. This damn disease has got me scraping the swell. <laughs> yeah, you you're 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 just scraping for barnacles, man. At this point, in time. but uh, so we have a we have a fun topic here, and this this topic is what fictional bar would you like to be quarantined in? Like, what what would be just the best fictional bar if if word came out like, yo, you know, stop wherever <laughs> you're at, you're stuck there. Like, you're gonna be quarantined at this particular location. For the foreseeable future. So we want to look at what bars would be the best to do that at. And originally we just started at just TV shows, but that was kind of a little limited. So we expanded out to cover, you know, more just kind of general, just fictional bars. And um, so we have, we actually, I think we both have two lists of the top fictional bars we'd like to be quarantined in and the top fictional bars that we would absolutely want to avoid. Yes, yes. So the question is, which list do you want to start off with first? Do you want to go off the, the good list or the bad list? Yeah, let's go off the good list. We'll start with the good, and then we'll maybe move into the bad. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to start with, okay, I'll just throw it out. My number five on my list 
Do you have top five or how did you do it? I do. I got five. I got five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have I have some honorable mentions, but I'll throw these off out at the end after we go through our top five. But my top, my number five spot is the hip joint from Futurama. I felt like that'd be a kind of a cool little joint to be stuck in. You'd have some great yes. view, yeah, like great views. Got a lot of aliens. So, I mean, there's always some interesting characters to talk to. Um, you won't have to worry about people breaking uh, quarantine because you're stuck in outer space. And right. uh, I, I got to tell you what, Amy Wong's kind of hot, man. And I feel like, I don't know. You never know what might happen. So you never know, man. Yeah, that just, I don't know. That could be a cool place. Maybe. As I like as, it. As I like that it was, uh, it was modeled very much off the Jetsons. Yes, it's a very Jetsons. I didn't even think about the Jetsons bar. Think, but yes, it definitely um, looks like a Jetsons location. Yeah, it almost made my list, honestly. This is probably my honorable mention for my list was the hip joint. I love Futurama. Uh-huh. I feel like that's another like just underrated show. There's people that love it, but there's also people that like won't even give it a chance. Yeah. Sci-fi or whatever. But. That was one of my ultimate come home from the bar, throw some a bag of pizza rolls in the toaster oven and put on Futurama like that is a solid closing of a night. Just watching some like Futurama cartoons and eating pizza rolls like that. Was, <laughs> yes. That was, that was yes. it, man. I like it. Uh Five on my list, so the, the top one that made my list was uh, based on a book that's close to my heart, and it's not Canterbury Tales, by the way. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, it was the Admirable, or the Admiral Benbow Inn ah, from, from Treasure Island. Okay, that seems like a nice, yeah. an entertaining place. And you got some food there, too. I think they serve food there. Yeah, you, you got, got some clam chowder going, got a kitchen some uh some hazy IPA probably getting sold yeah. around that time. I don't know, probably not. But the, no, I bet they are. They got a New England IPA, like a legit one. Yeah. Hanging out with some pirates. Yeah, some good stories, uh, the, man. You know they got some good tales. Yeah, yeah. And uh you know, growing up like that book was I've read it like over and over again. Uh-huh. It's just a silly, you know, pirate story obviously, but uh I gotta say though, man, it, it it was it barely made the list though compared to some of these other ones, just because like eventually I'm gonna get sick of the way they're all talking to each other. It's just <laughs> gonna be just ridiculous. Do you think the pirate bar of yesteryear is kind of the equivalent of the motorcycle bar of today? <laughs> that is a good question. It's I bet it is. I bet it is. You know, you just never know when you when you uh, with, with motorcycle bars. No, no, that's they, you, I think you're onto something. There was some motorcycle bar in Lansing, and there's no windows. I don't remember what it's called, but on on the front door, it says, "If you're not sure if you're supposed to be here, you're not." It's like, <laughs> okay, all right. Before you even open the door, they're telling you to get the hell out. So fair enough. Although it's probably cool as hell. <laughs> Got to keep the riffraff out somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to keep the uh, the look, you know. Yeah. So, all right, my my number four is I considered putting this higher, and I also considered it like, do I really want to be quarantined there? But it's uh, it's Moe's Tavern from The Simpsons. So nice. I'm putting it on there because I feel like just the people that like I feel like it's good company. It's good bar company. It's like you know, the kind of people that, you know, they're not too pretentious, well they're not pretentious at all. You can just kind of just just 
you know, do whatever. They got a pool table in there. They got records. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got a bartender that just like kind of cool, but also just is insane. You got the <laughs> they, he he might be you know shipping off uh, you know whales from the back. You don't know what he's doing. You don't know what's going on. So my my one concern is that Barney might drink all the alcohol and there's no food in it. Right, so, right. So there's a, uh, a daycare right next door, a little oh, playground. Yeah, right outside yeah. The you got, you I got, just watched that. Yeah, King uh music <laughs> location. Oh yeah, the one where 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 Homer's just like putting uh, Maggie out there, and she's getting like yeah, getting bullied. He's trying, with, he's trying to bond with Maggie. He takes her to the bar, and they find this uh, playground right next door. <laughs> he's basically just like. Mo finds a window in his bar. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's a yeah. window here. Yeah. Wipes grime off. And there's like this daycare playground that's right next door. Yeah. Mo's, been, Mo's is my number two. Oh, on my man. Bed. Okay. Yeah. All the way down for a lot of the same reasons. A lot of those same reasons, man. Like uh, the people are just like down to earth. Uh, it's got a pool table, which is cool. Uh-huh. There's uh, deviled eggs. or uh, Deviled eggs, yes. Not the deviled eggs, but the, uh, pickled, eggs, the pickled, pickled eggs. eggs. I have never yeah, eaten a pickled egg before, so I don't know what it tastes like. Yeah, I, they're they're pretty horrible, but they're great bar food. <laughs> I feel like that's the measure of a good, just down to earth bar: the jar of pickled eggs, <laughs> where people are just reaching their grubby hands in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to grow out a pickled yeah. egg. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you never know what's on tap. Mo might have, uh, you know, some crazy concoction mm-hmm. today. Oh, flaming or, Mo's, man. Ah. Yeah, the flaming Mo's, dude. Flaming Mo's. I mean, when he yes. gets... That is one of the all-time classic Simpsons episodes. That <laughs> is. Oh, man. So, yeah, yeah, Mo's is, uh, Mo's is on my list for sure okay. as, at number two. Okay, well, what's your number four? Number four, uh, oddly enough, despite... Uh, what ultimately ends up happening at this bar is the gold room at the Overlook Hotel. Okay, nice. And, you know, I figured it's in like a pretty sweet spot. Mm-hmm. If I'm quarantined, I got lots of, you know, space to spread out. Right. Like, yeah, it might be, you know, manned by a bunch of ghosts and crap like that. But, <laughs> in case uh, you guys aren't following, this is the bar from The Shining. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, The Shining's bar. Um you know, they, they might be out there to, you know, kill me and make me one of their ranks at the end of the day. But, uh, you know, I can go for a, a mind trip down the 20s. Right. And, uh, you know, do some, uh, drink some, you know, whatever they drank in the 1920s. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, you basically have a giant hotel to yourself. You got the entire mm-hmm. bar. You got a stockpile yeah. of food. So Tons of food. Yeah. Yeah, even I'll even take a crazy old uh, Jack from The Shining to be there with me for at least a little bit. So you you got to get to him first. Yeah, exactly. Got to get to him first. Yeah, just 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 don't even don't even wait. Just just no. Yeah, just axe right to the center. You know, right above the nose there. Yeah. Boom. And he asks how his writing's going, and he's like, "I haven't done anything today." That's that's when you know. All right. Time to do it. Time yes. 
that's all right. Number so okay. So number three on my list, I went with the Cheers Bar. I feel like that's just a, okay. a nice kind of not quite divey, but it's just a nice local bar. Um, it's got a bit of the 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 Moe's Tavern vibe, where you kind of know everybody. Nobody's really pretentious. Um, yep. I don't remember if they have food. It seems like a joint that, that probably has something. They gotta have something to eat. Maybe it's somewhere in there. Um, but. Uh, you you listen to what you bring the pizza in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got what's his face talking about trying to you know make his pro ball come back, and you get and you get some decent looking waitresses, so you know whatever. It's the you know spread it out in the male and female category with who's stuck in there. So <laughs> I like it, man. Yeah, yeah. Cheers can't go wrong with cheers. Uh, I started to rewatch that, so I'm trying to watch that from the beginning. Nice. I've never like watched it all the way through. I think we talked about this maybe a couple. Yeah, weeks that was ago. On, on like yeah, our what what we should be binge watching. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's felt familiar. So I'm I'm in the process of that, and uh, you know, I feel like out of most of the bars, it's definitely a, a good solid choice. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Cheers on getting quarantined in there. For me, I went with a uh, I went with a different approach for number three on this list. It's a it comes from the Marvel Universe. Okay. It is the bar with no doors. Mm. And it's a, a tavern that's in Manhattan. And it's just for sorcerers and, like, magic users. Okay. So you got guys like Doctor Strange is hanging out in there. Uh, Count Chaos. Um, Loki maybe pops in every once in a while. It's any, like, magical being uh, Scarlet Witch is around okay from time to time so any of those magic you know people from the marvel universe there's like this like dive bar that they all go and hang out at and one it's a bar so that that checks off the most important point of being quarantined somewhere so i can just get annihilated <laughs> and two, right. these guys can you know they, they can do their magic their sorcery they can pretty much make me think i'm pretty much anywhere else while i'm getting blitzed Right. Whatever they're serving there. And if things really go down, then I mean, I'm sure there's a magical cure for coronavirus somewhere. So <laughs> right, yeah. sure you're, all, you're all set, man. All right. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um so, all right, number two on my list. I I number one and number two was very I wasn't sure which one to do. Um which okay. one to go with. But number two on my list is uh Rick's Cafe. I, nice. I I just I don't know. I feel like that's got everything. It's got I mean some up class drinks. You got some entertainment. You I mean you got uh, all sorts of interesting characters. Um, I don't know if they got any food there, but it seems like you know a decent a decent spot to be quarantined in. It's a it's a gin joint. So right. you know right. you got you know I just feel like it'd be a a good spot, especially if you're in with Rick. Then, then, then you yeah, really yeah. got it. But you know, you got some games. You got, you know, you're playing chess or whatever. And it's just like I would love to own a, like a place that's like the, the exact replica of Rick's. Um, yes. Not to be confused with Rick's Americana Cafe <laughs> in oh. East Lansing, and I think there's a Rick's in, in Ann Arbor as well. Those are just gross. Yeah. Um, well, they're gross. There's no K either, right? Isn't this R I C? 
I, th- I think I, they probably had to change the spelling for some kind of copyright yeah, purpose. I can't remember. Maybe not. But uh, Rick, so you already we already know mine was Moe's Tavern number two. Rick's is my number one place. Mm. Uh, my best places to be. Uh, Moe's took your your Rick's Cafe American in there. I went with Rick's as the first one for a lot of those same reasons. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's got got literally everything. Yeah, it pretty much has everything you want. In terms of in terms of a legitimate place that would could actually exist, this would be my my number one on the list. Obviously, yeah. I mean, by far, my actual number one is called uh, the Ink and Paint Club. This is the the club bar, whatever, from Roger Rabbit, where they go in Uh, and you got you got Jessica Rabbit performing. You have like. Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny on the piano. You got like so you're hanging out with like cartoon characters. You got Jessica Rabbit. You got drinks. You got <laughs> entertainment. You got all sorts. I mean, it just feels like you would at least be entertained throughout the entire time. So right, like I just feel like it's like it's like like your nine. It's like a 1920s like like speakeasy show bar kind of thing. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it's like I could I could. I could get into that probably. <laughs> I could get into that too, man. Yeah. Any any place with like that blends like the 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 real life with like the cartoon characters. Yeah. And yeah, man, you got Jessica Rabbit. I mean, if you grew up uh, around our time period, Jessica Rabbit was like a, a rite of passage, dude. That, yeah. Yeah, and then you got character was drawn you got Betty well. Oh, absolutely. And then you got like Betty Boop serving drinks. So just like you know, you know, it's it's a fine, fine spot. So, you know, you, you extrapolate that out too. Uh, the universe that that bar exists in uh-huh. to just be this like nexus between real world and cartoons. Yeah, you can throw any cartoon in there, man. Yeah, Simpsons guys can roll through there. Uh, Futurama guys can roll through there. The the X Men animated series guys can roll through there. Yeah. Batman animated series guys can roll through there. I mean, yeah, just literally everybody. You know, they it, they stuck with a lot of Warner Brothers. We get it because like that's who like made it, but uh, and Disney, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, I think there was an actual agreement where they had to include, if you put like uh, Mickey Mouse in there, then Bugs Bunny had to have this exact same amount of screen time. <laughs> that that makes sense. There's some lawyer out there that made a bunch way more money than he should have on that stipulation. Oh yeah, but I figure it's like okay, if I'm there, that means all the Disney princesses might you know wander through or whatever. Um, yeah. I I could go for the uh, what Meg from Hercules. I could go for her, you know, rolling through. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So here's here's a uh, um, a random question before we get back. Who, which is your, if you had or if you could, most attractive, uh, you know, Disney female leads, you know, or I mean, you could say dudes if you wanted to, um, you know. <laughs> Just like if you had to, if you had to be locked up in a bar for quarantine, which, which, you know, who would you want in there with their Disney? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, does it have? It's got to be Disney. Um, Is that we can do Disney. Uh, it could be Disney. Maybe throw in Warner Brothers. I don't know because it, I was just thinking of like the uh... Disney's Disney's easy. That's okay. that's the one that's got all the princesses, right? Yeah. Plus Berkeley's. You know, I, I I know these I know these princesses. Okay, oh, okay, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it, this is a this is an interesting question, dude. I would have to go with um, I'm kind of more prone to the Jasmines 
Okay. Of the world. Nice. Jasmine's a nice one. Uh, yeah. You know, you got like a little bit of uh, some exoticness going on. Mm-hmm. She comes from like a different upbringing than like what I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, she might not be that cool with the alcohol thing. I don't know exactly how far she goes <laughs> into that, but <laughs> we That's don't know. True. That's true. Yeah, we don't know, but uh, but you know, maybe a little less, a uh, little less judgy than some of the other ones. Oh, ab- absolutely. You know who else wouldn't be judgy? It's the the the, the one from uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't even know what her name is, Esmeralda or something like that. I don't know. Oh but, yeah, um, Esmeralda. I, I think yeah. You know, I can go for that. I mean, she seems. I mean, she's basically like a like a what is she an escort? Like, well, I don't know what she was in the movie. Uh, was she technically yeah. a prostitute? They didn't really call her that, though. Like, I no, don't know. I think um, Entertainer was her official. T- uh, her, that, that was on her business card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She entertains. Yeah. Esmeralda, that would be another solid, solid pick. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some other ones, but uh, those are two, two good ones. I like that they're not just the stock, like. Bell, I think Bell would just annoy the the immediate crap out of me. She'd be trying to read a book to me about it, like every other you know stupid thing, like, oh, or she'd be like worried about what ingredients were like in something. I could just see that <laughs> as being like her thing. Yeah, I mean she is into bestiality, so I mean, uh, right. who knows? Maybe she's into some really kinky stuff. I don't know. You, you never know. Oh, man, she might. Yeah, maybe. See, she would tell you her favorite bar is from the Canterbury Tales, and you're like, okay, you got to leave. We're, we're, kicking, we're, we're kicking you out of this fantasy. Like, you, yeah, yeah. you are out of quarantine. You're living on the street. <laughs> you got to go. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, Little Mermaid wouldn't work <laughs> for various reasons. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... Uh, I, yeah, I can't think of any other Disney princesses that would like like that works into that. There, I don't think there's really that many, man. They're all just kind of your stereotypical like just like white chicks. That's boring. Although I did say Meg, and Meg is kind of you know your your white chick, but um, that's right. I don't know. Oh, she was spunky. She's I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just googled hottest cartoon girls on my work computer oh, too. Great. Well, that'll be, be good. Careful. That'll be great. You're gonna, yeah, uh, you're gonna want to clear that out. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got some weird images popping up. Yeah, it was not. It was like okay, we're <laughs> we've gone way too far down the rabbit yeah. hole with this one. You got some yeah, some weird fan art. Yeah, man, that's like a whole other element. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're really attached to that Kim Possible. You kind of took that <laughs> took that over the top, over the top, it's way too far. Yeah. Way too far, All man. right, I'm I'm gonna throw out my I'm gonna throw out two honorable mention bars before we get into the worst. Okay. My honorable yeah, mention. Yeah. So I had two of them. One was Patty's Pub from uh, you know Always Sunny. I feel like that place would start off fine, but every yes. day that ticks by would just turn into more and more of a nightmare. <laughs> And then you just have people yep. losing their minds. You have Charlie just like eating the rats that he's clubbing. Frank is, you know, there was actually a quarantine episode, and you know Frank's taking baths and you know uh, hand sanitizer. So I feel like that would just <laughs> that would derail real quickly. And yes. My yes. other my other one is the pool hall 
from Pinocchio. I just like that the fact that it's in a, it's a giant eight ball. You know, I just think that's cool. I did, yeah, I did like that. That from a design standpoint, that that would be on my honorable mentions. I don't for sure. remember what happens inside of it because I haven't seen Pinocchio since I was like ten. But I actually think it's like some pretty heavy stuff because it's one of those '30s Disney films. Oh, so they're probably. like, <laughs> they weren't like holding back, like, up, man, inside that bar. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, okay. So, what are your um, honorable mentions? Uh, I had, um, I had uh, what the one we just talked about, the pool hall. Okay. And uh, I can't remember what the bar was, uh, but it was the whatever the bar was from Swingers. The okay. The um, Vince Vaughn and uh, and the dude that does the Iron Man movies. Uh, that I'm like blanking on. He directed them. Oh, uh, John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau. And and that's just basically not so much because of the stupid like swinging and all the other like the '50s like swinging, not the other swing, but like the other, uh, just the movie in general was always kind of fun. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And there's a bunch of like just silly like one-liners from there, but uh, but I it, it didn't make my list mainly because like they would get annoying. Right. The, the movie gets annoying the more that I watch it. It's like one of those movies where I liked it growing up, and then I would go back and watch it, and I'm like, wow, this is this did not age well. <laughs> no, offense, no offense, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into the last five bars or locations that you just don't – you do not want to get quarantined in these places because it's probably no. not going to end well. Um, all right. What, what, what is your, your, your fifth place spot or however you did it? Okay. Number five, well, the, this almost made the best place. Okay. Because, um, being quarantined is almost like being in a bunker somewhere. Uh huh. So there's one particular person that's in this bar that would have made my bunker list. Uh, and that is Katie's Club Picos from the Sin City franchise. Oh, okay. Where Jessica Alba is one of like the lead little you know right. dancer people yeah. in there. So I can totally get behind that. That's, that would be just fine. But right. uh, the clientele in general is a little too. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like easily one of the red shirt getting killed immediately, guys. Mm-hmm. In this episode, they just turn to you to like, get them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would have no chance. No, no, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, my five isn't number five. Isn't exactly one bar. It is just any Shakespeare bar. A- any <laughs> any bar that's in a Shakespeare book. That's the worst. And not necessarily because it's in a Shakespeare bar. It'd be because of the people that were there in the Shakespeare bar. I'd be stuck in there in quarantine for who knows how long with people just quoting Shakespeare the entire time, and I would lose my mind. Like God, nobody wants that. Me offing myself would be the next tragedy that Shakespeare wrote about because it's just like, <laughs> like I just like I can't take it. I, I can oh God. I'm not a Shakespeare guy, you know. So I just I just couldn't take the people. And as we as we discuss with a lot of these things, oftentimes it's more about the people that you're quarantined with than necessarily the actual location. That's totally that. That was what made my list of the worst. Uh-huh. It's largely because of the people that would be in there. Yeah, and, and that's why this one made your honorable mentions, but it made my number four worst. 
and it's Patty's pub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the reasons that you said, I mean, I love to watch those guys. It's like one of my favorite shows, mm-hmm. but I think there's only enough Mac and Dennis and Dennis being Dennis and Charlie being Charlie, like in, even uh, DeVito being DeVito. Like, yeah. Just couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, he basically yeah. was just stuck talking to D the entire time, and that would get you know. Eventually, that's like, ah, uh, bird, bird. That's what I mean. I'd have fun calling her a bird for like a night, and then I think I'd want to just get out of there quick mm-hmm. after all the other shenanigans happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, my number four is. I'm trying to remember. I think I, if I can read this right, the. Uh, Kariva milk bar, the Karina Karina milk bar. I know the the the, the milk bar from uh, Clockwork Orange. Yes. Just like the fact that your your drink of choice is just milk. I feel like one drink in, I'd be like, what what are we doing here? Like that we, almost that almost made my. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, that that almost made my worst list just because of the milk. Yeah, and then you're surrounded by just like psychopaths and just like, uh, no. (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. Let me go back to the Shakespeare bar. But did you you watch that movie? Right, the yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, I've seen it. And you got it was Kubrick, wasn't it? It Yeah, yeah. And you have like all yeah. those weird. And then the book like, was equally. Oh, I can. Yeah, I've heard the book is just, just, just nuts. The the book's written like how they talked, which was just crazy. Oh. Yeah, that that place was is awful. <laughs> so okay, yeah, we're not we're not going there. Um, sorry, what, what no? What is your what is your number three? Well, where are we at? Number three. Yeah. Number three for me is the most icely cantina. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> and, that's, and that's largely because of, just because of the the way they say it. You'll never find a, another Yeah, uh, wretched hive of scum of villainy. Wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they don't they don't let robots in there. I got a problem with that. Some of my favorite people are robots. So yeah. that's that's not going to fly. Yeah, my sex and, bot uh, can't come in. Dragon. Yeah, you know, Bender can't come in. Um, so so that's an issue. Mm-hmm. And then you got people bragging about the the death sentence on a bunch of different systems. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get a beer and find a starship. And you're bragging about how many people want to, you know, the death penalty on you. Like, this is not my place. Yeah. I, I don't want to. Yeah, that you can just you can just fry people and like throw the bartender a couple bucks and that's it. Like, you know, like okay, right. So yeah, that is a rough a rough spot. But my so so my yeah, but you know it was. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry, I, I was skipping ahead. So yeah, keep going. No, I was just gonna say. I mean. The Star Wars trilogy is the only reason why I was in the middle of that. Right. Yeah. I was trying to think if there's any like cool like Cloud City bars, but there there really wasn't. There's never really I can't think of any like cool Star Wars bars. Like 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 super hip. That would be like yes. That like 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 Jabba's Palace yeah. bar, that that's that's not gonna end well. 
<laughs> that should have made it actually instead of most ice. <laughs> uh, but all right, so so my number three, eh, I don't know if it should be this high up on the list, but it's called it's the Snake Hole Lounge from Parks and Recreation. I uh, I don't know. I feel like there'd be a lot of pretentious people there. I feel like I'd probably die off the snake hole, off the snake juice. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I, I don't feel remember like, this one actually. What's that? I don't remember this one too much. This was like um, so Tom Haverford, you know, kind of like went in the like partnership with the Snake Hole Lounge. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like Tom would just annoy the hell out of me. Like he's one of those guys that just want to punch in the face eventually. Um, at least for me, they're just like, God, you're annoying. (laughs) Stop talking like that. Stop talking like a baby. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's a little too high on the list, but, um, that's where I put it. (laughs) I think it's fair, man. I think that's a fair spot. All right. Where were we at? I'm on number two, right? you're, You're on your number two. Yeah. Number two. Number two was the same for my worst places as it is on my best places to be. And it's most Tavern from The Simpsons. Oh, man. As much as that would be the best place to be quarantined, there's also a lot of, like, really gross stuff that happens at Mo's Bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, one day I'm going to love getting wrapped up in whatever shenanigans or, like, drinking a bunch of flaming Mo's. And uh-huh. then the next day... There's like a rat in on the pool table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cockroaches floating around. It's like, ugh. yeah, yeah. Plus, like Mo literally like lives there already. So you know, I feel like he and I would probably get into this wrapped up into some kind of like Stockholm syndrome type situation, which could be really awkward down the line. He's gonna, he's making like do the love tester thing uh-huh. <laughs> figure out. It just it could get bad. You go south quickly. Yeah, that's like yeah. Once it once it starts to veer off course, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, my number two was actually on your best list. It was the the, the golden room from the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. There's <laughs> one of those things like yeah. I feel, you know, okay, I, I I dig it until I go insane and start murdering everybody. It's like that's not right. you know. Right. So you just start murdering your family, um, but. Uh, that's the bad part. Like, if I didn't go, you know, that guy's like legit quarantined for an entire, you know, like season. And yeah, and he did not take it well he, at all. No, he's got elevators of blood. He got twins. He got like tricycles. <laughs> he just, just. The weird old lady that's kind of like pretends to be a young lady. Like, yeah. that would really be me out. Yeah, that's just. And yeah, no internet, no television. Just food, no. a big hotel, and the bar. <laughs> and for some of that, he didn't even like get a chance to get into the booths, right? Didn't they lock all that up? They, yeah, I feel like, like I they, they might. They yeah, supposed to get into the booth in like the storyline, you know? Like they just wanted them to like they went up there to write and whatever. But uh, gotta have booze, man. Oh yeah, gotta have booze. absolutely need to have booze. So yeah, so that that was my number two on the list. <laughs> <laughs> dig it, I dig it. That that's like almost why. So on the best list, Ben Bowen, like I'm gonna get sick of like the uh, the old schoolness of it and his pirates and his 
probably dirty and it stinks. And then Gold Room, I mean, that really does deserve to be on the worst list, to be honest. Nah. At the end of the day. All right. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be fun for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, until you start killing people. That's no good. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of killing people, that's the number one uh, thing that got onto my worst list is the titty twister from dusk till dawn mm, okay i have actually have seen the, the worst place. i've never seen the whole movie so. okay so it's like a it's like an early tarantino movie um it's got some it's a mix between like some maya legends mayan legends okay and like vampire is that the one with basically Hayek with like, a giant uh, snake yeah Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, like, that would be great. That's like a <laughs> a, a bonus right. until she becomes like this weird vampire snake person. Because that that was a weird part about that movie was it was vampires, but it was like snake like vampires. Mm. Uh, but yeah, once the, like the sun goes down, the whole bar turns into like all the people that are in there or like sacrifice to like this Mayan God thing that Samahayek was like a part of it's like a cult or something like that. Oh, well, that's no good. So that's why that made it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally no good. Um, side note though, the, the movie is entertaining enough. You got a younger George Clooney in there. Okay. And, uh, Quentin Tarantino also played like his little like compadre. Plus she has Samahayek. Right. Which is a bonus. Yeah. yeah. But uh did a uh, mini series uh called uh, Dust Till Dawn and it's not terrible. Okay, nice. If you're into that kind of if you're like feeling like a little bit of that vein mm-hmm. of show, you know, it's gritty, it's got like the weird vampire ish, you know, twist to it. Uh, um but yeah, I dug it. But terrible place to be. Oh, you're, you're never you're gonna make it one about it yeah yeah well my number one uh you actually already mentioned and it was the most icely cantina and it's just because just because <laughs> just because of all the characters man it's like i don't know if you're gonna you're not gonna survive in that bar no. for like two months like you're just not gonna make it especially once the booze I'm you, out. like you're you're in trouble Real, you're in real trouble, man. Yeah, it's hot. The only thing that kept it just... in the middle of the list yeah. was Star Wars. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. hot. It's it smells. They're drinking blue milk, blue milked rum cows, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are they yeah. drinking blue over Blue milk there? rum cows. Yeah, just, just, just not good, not good. But um, no. I actually want to. So I'm going to throw out two more honorable mentions. I don't know why I missed these. Um, it's kind of a two-parter. But I don't even know why I didn't think about it. But they're from the they're from the same franchise, and it's the bar from Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark that's in like Nepal. Oh man, where they're doing like yeah. like, like the shot you know competition, and they're just like betting on who yes. survives. I mean, like, I mean, come on, everybody seems like they're like buddy buddy with each other. Um, you got a nice fire going. It's just like that seems like a legit spot that you could be quarantined in. Like, oh yeah, dude. So that one, and then the one from uh, 
Temple of Doom at the beginning, where they're in. It's actually the the Obi Wan Club. The, the yeah, the Obi Wan Club, where um, nice. Uh, what's her face uh, is singing and performing, and you're like you're in your yeah, like, like you're in like your cafe, Rick's, Yeah, yeah, it's like a Rick's Cafe in Hong Kong, and it's just like there's entertainment, there's food, you got drinks, you got you know all sorts of crazy stuff going on, and I just like that. Asian poisoning you? Yes, yes. I just like. Gotta watch out for them, but yeah, the Hong Kong mafia. That's that's uh, the Hong Kong mafia, dude. Was it like a blowfish po- poison or something, too? Wasn't it? I have no idea, I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Just like... I, that's such a great scene, though. Indy going like once it goes like tits up and everybody's just shooting the place up, yeah, and he's trying to get that, that vial. Yeah, you got like the balloons falling down, somebody knocks over the uh, <laughs> the, the ice. The dude's yes. like got his Tommy gun and you're just hiding behind that giant like symbol or whatever, the the gong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Classic Spielberg, man. That stuff was those movies are great. I think he married her. I think that's his actual Did wife. Really? I think, yeah. I think hey, he, good for him. Yeah. So Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think about any Indiana Jones bars, but even the in in um Last Crusade, you got you got the bar inside of the the Zeppelin, you know. I mean, oh yeah, the Zeppelin. Indy had some great bars yeah. that he was in. Yeah, I mean, like a Zeppelin bar. I mean, that's like a cruise line for the year. <laughs> it's I, perfect. I, I think we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, you got the nice bar. You, know, you got Nazis. You, you got yeah. you got it all. <laughs> Everything's there. Yeah. yeah. What else do you want? It's 2020 <laughs> in a freaking air balloon, dude. Yeah, right there for you. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't know how how long that could last if you're just flying around for like two months in a zeppelin. That might get. Li- <laughs> you might actually yeah. have to ca- crawl through and get into the into the little biplane. To, you know, to, you know. <laughs> but that's still one of my favorite lines where where the dad's just like shooting the machine gun and he just tears up the back. Uh, you know <laughs> yeah. the, the back yeah. fin. He's like, "Son, I'm sorry. They got us." <laughs> it's just like ah, perfect. Just <laughs> something about Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. It's just like that. That's like one of the greatest casting just duos. Like it's just perfect. There's like there's so many people that haven't even really like gotten into the indie uh, series or or universe in general that just love that movie because of that. Yeah. Just because. It- Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Yeah, it's just it's just perfect. Like the dude that played James Bond is is Indiana Jones' dad, and it's just yeah, so, yeah. And they play off each other so like so well. Like it was just yeah. Oh yeah, it's like flawless. They almost like you could almost believe that they're like dad and son in real life. Like the bickering they have, like the you know like they they named the dog Indiana. So I mean, just like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and Solo yeah. losing his mind, like you're named after the dog. <laughs> Which I love that they brought him back. Yeah, it was so cool to see that because they don't really bring back a lot of indie guys from no. movie to movie. I mean, you you got uh um what's his face like his his dad's friend that was in the first movie yeah. too. Um, yeah, yeah. But even though he had a lot of like tagalongs for Last Crusade, it never felt like that, you know. No, that was one of my. No. I think I guess my one complaint, a real big complaint about uh, Crystal Skull, was that it felt like too many people like tagging along at times. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, 
What are you going to do? I, I do have to say that uh, of the love interest, the Nazi, the blonde Nazi chick was definitely in the, in the top, though. Oh, definitely. And he mostly. was like, I think she was yeah. a, she was an actual like model. I think because I've I've looked her up. There was actually like you can still you can actually book her for for gigs. Like, still? Yeah, yeah. Just, no kidding. I I remember I was looking her up on IMDb. I don't know how I was like I couldn't couldn't remember who it was. I think I was looking. I was like, has she ever done anything else before or after? Because oh, I don't man. remember of seeing her doing anything. And like I got sent, no, I don't remember her at all. Really. I got sent to her like her personal. Like, um, like website, whatever, and you can like book her for stuff. I'm like, man, can two dudes book her? <laughs> does she want to be on a podcast where she drinks beer and just talks a bunch of nonsense? I think she does. Ah, oh, man, the, the the day we start getting some celebrity appearances on this show is just like, <laughs> is the day you know that this quarantine has gone on for too long. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, celebrities out there, instead of singing, I imagine, <laughs> come on, do news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a much more low-key, down-to-earth, you know, be one with the people kind of podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so her name is Allison Duty, and she was, uh, she's actually Irish. She's born in Dublin, Ireland. And, um, yeah, just I mean, she's been in some random stuff. Like Beaver Falls, the TV show. Okay. Um, well, she's definitely doing something right. I mean, she's uh, still looks pretty uh, much like she did in the movie. Yeah, I think uh, at fifty three. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. Here's her website. And that, sorry, guys, that we're going down some weird like internet rabbit hole. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's what they come to the show for. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on her website, they have like her, you know, the the official website of actress and model, and all of her her acting pictures are from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, a movie made in 1989. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, hey, two dudes, we can probably find a spot. We'll see. You, how about her people get in touch with our people, and we can make this thing kind of we'll figure this thing out. Yeah, she's an internationally recognized actress and model, um, and she's working as a brand ambassador. Do you think we can hire her to be like our her like our social influencer? I wonder what she yeah. I wonder what she costs. Like, listen, lady, great. listen, lady, you haven't been in a real movie since the '80s. I'm pretty sure you can <laughs> just do it for free. Right. Her Instagram is Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Or apparently, she was in James Bond. Okay. Oh, she's Which a Bond, Bond girl, isn't she? I think. Yeah, I forgot well, about that. Which one, though? That, that would have, it had to be, uh, a it view, couldn't have been, like, it was a, a Pierce Brosnan It was one. a view, to, no, a view to kill from 1985. Who was the Bond okay. from 85? 85 would probably, it's either Connery or Roger Moore, right? I don't think it was Connery anymore. Moore. It might have been Roger Moore. I think it's Roger Moore. If I, gotta, if I had to bet on it, I'm going to say Roger Moore. Let's see if we can. It was... So, yeah, just a view to kill. Which Bond was this? Starring Roger Moore. Yeah, it was Roger Moore. Sir Roger Moore, actually. So he's also a knight. Here you go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much... (laughs) 
You know what? We should contact her and ask just how much would it be? Yeah, one, why not? To to for you to like like just do something or just come on. Just let us ask. Yeah. When was the last time just, she was interviewed about Indiana Jones? That's what I mean. We're gonna we're gonna talk. We'll do an an all indie show. Um, I'm sure she drinks alcohol, so she can pick the alcohol unless it's not too terribly expensive. <laughs> yeah. We are in a quarantine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's uh, you know, let's just shoot her an email. See if she'll be uh, <laughs> we'll do a three way. We could be Eskimo brothers from an interview standpoint <laughs> with Alice and Judy. <laughs> that would oh man yeah we should why aren't we need to just start just randomly just like blitzkrieging celebrities to see if they'll come on to our podcast and they'll be just they won't they won't they're just like sure why not i have nothing else to do why not yeah hey come on let's just take a listen to some of the other broadcasts and uh it's pretty easy going stuff yeah we're just drinking and, and like going the best of the worst situation that's pretty down right. to earth right right yeah What's more of the best of the worst situation than just only being on for Angel's Last Crusade and still trying to make a brand ambassador out of it? Yeah, yeah. And, and now she's appearing in in like just like in like movies made in India. Like she, that's where she's at now in her. Although we uh, probably shouldn't be bashing her if we're yeah. trying to get her on this. No, podcast. I'm not bashing. I'm not bashing her. <laughs> we love. We love. In, yes. Yes. You, yeah. Like you what should. Mean? Be, she's selling herself short. Yeah, d- d- completely selling herself short. Come on, Allison. She's got a Lego made after her. You got a Lego made after you. Yes. You've made it. Yes. Lego. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's like right up there with having a Simpsons character or a Muppet made after you. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's what I mean, man. Like, these these people that are booking her, they, they've got no idea the, the level of talent they're working with here. Oh, absolutely. No, not even close. So, all right, people. We're going to start... <laughs> <laughs> for shits and giggles, we're gonna just start blitzkrieging. Uh, maybe just this B list. No, she's not a B list. She's like a plus celebrity. But other, she's, yeah, other, other B. We're just gonna we'll just start messaging people. See if we can get some random guest stars onto our show, and then uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hey, we'll at least read their uh, publicist uh, response back to us. That'll be fun too. <laughs> that would be that'd be hilarious. Just, just, just the, the who the hell are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> or we could do a an Indiana Jones Last Crusade rewatch party episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, there you go. What was it? It's like, oh, oh, speaking of Eskimo twins, she made out with Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Boom. Oh dude, she did. She did. That's a role of a lifetime. Yeah, man. yeah. So talk so she is the Eskimo uh whatever that is so indy and his dad are our eskimo uh father son they are yeah i'm so glad we brought that up really in the podcast who would have thought that we're back there we're now right yes full circle <laughs> full circle on a relevant talking point yes yes this is fan freaking tastic <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest podcast ever Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe our, it, it, our it, listeners know it. Our listeners know it. Yes, at the very least, maybe we can get like a signed autograph from her, and we can frame it. <laughs> just, just <laughs> say two two dudes. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah. contacting me. <laughs> oh man! All right, Allison Duty. Uh, you'll be hearing from us soon. Yeah, you'll be hearing from our representatives. 
<laughs> right. Right. You and me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we got our so we got a third drink, Chris. Are you ready for this third drink? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave a hint as far as what I had coming up. Okay. And yes. uh, it is indeed the natural light seltzer. Oh, have you had this before? I have, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> the, so the seltzer buzz, uh, it happened like over the summer here. Uh-huh. And uh, I started seeing like White Claw was coming out with a bunch of stuff. Uh, there was a couple other ones. Yeah. I can't think of them. You know, so I, I was curious. I'm like, all right, what is this all about? Like, this just seemed like the next the next natural like thing in terms of like trendy alcohols. And then lo and behold, natural light comes out with one. And then Budweiser, I think, also came out with one. Yeah. So I have the uh Catalina Lime oh, Mixer. I've actually had that before. <laughs> uh it is a whopping six percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I mean, things uh, they they pack a little bit of a punch. Yeah. But um, having had it, you know, uh, again, part of the 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 issue here was uh, we've talked about the seltzers kind of becoming the next thing. So I was like, all right, I'll do a seltzer on this this one. But yeah. also, man, it's getting harder to find some stuff out there. Yeah. You know. But I'm, without having, oh, go ahead. I'm gonna say, to be perfectly honest, I actually don't mind the Bud Light seltzer. Like it's actually okay. if that's what you're looking for. It's not bad. Like I did a review of it, thinking like this is gonna be the worst tasting thing ever. Like it yeah. pretty much just tastes like Seven Up. Like interesting. J- okay, just that's it. And it was uh, a lime. Yeah, something. It, yeah, what? it was the lime version, whatever. It doesn't have the okay. sugar that the uh, the Natty Light one does. I think that one actually has a lot of sugar in it. Um, that's the problem. With- yeah. It's just there's so much sugar, man. Yeah. It's awful. For me, I'm like, if I'm if I'm gonna go the route of a seltzer, I just want it to be as light as possible. Like just just yeah. give it like make it like carbonated, like like you know, carbonated water, basically. Like yeah. don't give me yep. all the extra sugar crap. Um and yep. actually that's what the yep. Bud Light ones are. Like okay. they're you know so I, Yeah. I haven't tried the Bud Light ones yet. Yeah. I've uh, only had the one and it was like I was like disappointed at how much I actually didn't mind it. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Uh, it, it really is. Like when it was really hot in the middle of summer, uh-huh. the the seltzer was actually like, I kind of don't really mind this. Yeah. And I was almost like having to slap myself a little bit to be like, not, not necessarily as a natural light, but just any seltzer in general. Cause we we're trying a bunch of different ones. Right. And I was like, Man, surprisingly, this is really drinkable. And uh, and I think that's when you and I started to talk about why this could possibly be the if it's not already like the next thing you'll start seeing from a craft standpoint. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like actually, there's a right brain brewery up here in Traverse City, Michigan. Mm. They did their own seltzer over the summer. Yeah. Well, I, and yeah, they're uh, all doing it now. Yeah. So it's just it's. I think it's just so much cheaper to make. I mean, you know, when you're making beer, you have all these ingredients and it takes longer. With a hard seltzer, it's just like it doesn't take that long to make, you know? No. So, I mean, you're basically making, like, spiked soda. And, I mean, realistically, you could just get, a like, you know, a handle of vodka and some, like, LaCroix or whatever and, and you'd save, yeah, yeah, save, exactly. save some a lot of cash. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. sometimes, I don't know. 
I could see it like sure. if you want to lounge on the beach somewhere and you don't feel like drinking anything super heavy. Yep. Um, yep. That's kind of like what I I've done with it over the last summer was like um if it was gonna be if I knew I was gonna be outside all the time, like golfing, uh-huh. this is like the best thing to take for golfing. Right. Instead of beer, like it's just especially if it's hot and whatever, like you get some good alcohol content in there and you don't feel all like just full and heavy from the beers. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, you're probably going to be pretty smashed by the time you're rounding that ninth hole there. No, because you don't even taste the alcohol. Like, you don't realize it just sneaks up on you. And it's not filling because, especially if you get the ones that are low-cal, you know, I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest fan, but I can. there's a place for them, I guess. There's a place. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, As far as the vodka and LaCroix goes, uh, stay tuned. For our next quarantine episode, because that's <laughs> what I'm looking at. Okay. <laughs> well, I got a, uh, so I've had this sitting in my refrigerator for a long time. And uh, I actually bought these beers to make my own Rattlers at home or Shandies at home. I was trying different Shandy recipes. Um, yeah. And trying to compare it to like a summer Shandy, you know, which one tastes better. And I was mixing a good old fashioned Who Garden. Or as it's pronounced, as it's spelled, Whole Garden. Um, but as they tell you on the box, that you pronounce it with a who and not a ho. Um, who's the ho? Garden, man. I, lo- I dig it. But, um, yeah, I've had this one sitting in the refrigerator for a long time. And this is, um, this is like, if I see this on, well, I'm crack it open. If I see this on tap, I will always buy it. Oh, always, always buy it. It's it is like my one of my favorite just tap beers. It's, it's just something about it. Yep, yep. We were talking about uh, Who Garden before we got on live at the uh, or no, talking about Clauda, Clauda Irish Clauda, Pub. Yeah, they used to have it on draft. And um, yeah, man, if if I, if I'm at a place that's that I see this on the draft list, hundred percent. Yeah, and just. No- just for, I mean, you're paying probably a, a on par with a craft beer, maybe even a hair less, because you can usually find it on sale somewhere. It is a legitimately just great, essentially widely produced wheat beer now. Because, I mean, I think you have to classify it as like a mass, not quite mass produced, but you can find it just about anywhere. But yeah, it is dang refreshing. I had some people were clamoring about an Oberon uh, on Facebook. The other day, I mean, just just going off on how incredibly amazing <laughs> Oberon was, and you know, for anybody up not sure, you know, oh yeah, I mean, Bell's is Bell's, man. Yeah, I I I basically said I, I don't know. I interjected myself. It's like Bell's is the most overrated beer in the history of beers. Um, you can <laughs> you can probably only really say that if you're from Michigan because there's like a whole like Oberon day. And everything, even though it's available yeah. year-round, there's an Oberon day. And it's just, it's not that great of a wheat beer. Like, it's a, eh. It's- Dude, they changed the recipe up, too. I swear to God they did. They'll probably deny it, but. Right, yeah. I remember uh, I was working at the uh, the Rock Climbing Gym in Pontiac, Michigan. It's Planet Rock. And we had this Kalamazoo native guy. His name was Mike. He was a manager. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I was like 18, 19 at the time. So I wasn't buying my own stuff. Right. But I might have maybe partook <laughs> in some after hours, you know, situations. 
Uh-huh. This guy would bring some uh, some some bells up before bells really started to make a splash for itself. Yeah, because he could only get it down there. He's like, I'm going home to Kalamazoo. I'll bring some bells back. And to us, that meant something. And the Oberon back in those days, oh, it used to tasted be, yeah. a lot better. I'm tasted a lot better than what it is now. Nowadays, like I don't really get, I don't get the hype. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it being better, but now it's just like it's just kind of like a meh um, wheat beer. Yeah. And it's totally a Michigan thing now for us to be like that, to be like, oh, it's Oberon Day. Everybody's got to drink some Oberon. Yeah. But it's like, come on, guys. Let's let's like be honest with ourselves. It's, it's a it's a subpar wheat beer now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get you can I get think- Who Garden for the same price, if not maybe less, and it's not even in the same league. I think even Blue Moon, man. I'll, I prefer a Blue Moon over a over an Oberon nowadays. Yeah. I, I'd agree. On with draft. You. There's something. There's something about the coriander that they have in the ho- in the Who Garden is just like uh, it just adds this little extra like spiciness to it, and I just I don't know I yeah. love it. Uh, the the Who Garden is like it's untouchable, man. Yeah, yeah. There was I had I just had um, is a beer from one of the Trappist breweries in Belgium, and um, they made a wheat beer, and they partnered with the original maker of. The original guy that made um, the, the Who Garden beer, he bought a, uh, I think they used to, I don't know if it was an old farm or whatever, in the town of Who Garden in Belgium. And there used to be uh, a brewery there, but it shut down like ages ago. And so he bought it, and he started making this particular wheat beer. And then, you know, long story short, the, the thing burned down, and he didn't have the money to rebuild it. And then in came InBev to give him some money, and then they ended up buying him out. And so he ended up um, immigrating to the United States where he started the uh, Celis Brewing Company down in Texas, and he had his own wheat beer there. But he ended up partnering with this other, like, Trappist brewery in Belgium to create their own specific um, wheat beer. And it, that, that particular beer is essentially the original Who Garden. Um, and, nice. Uh, I did not know. So it, it's, like, it's like what this beer is, but, like, a Belgian Trappist version, so like extra, extra. Dang. Um, I wish I could. I'll, I'll figure out which which beer it is uh, in a, in a bit, but um, yeah, there's just something about these particular beers that I love. A really good wheat beer, and the problem is it's hard to find them sometimes. But you know, it's just one of those things. Some days, or some sometimes. Yep. But yep, ah, for it, sure. here he goes. It's uh, the St. Bernardus uh, Wit beer. And, and you can usually okay. see it. It's got, there's like a monk on, on the label when he's holding a beer and he's like really happy. Um, but uh, yeah, that's like the original Who Garden. So nice. for anybody that's looking for him. But um, all right. Yeah, let's get into our last, our last topic. And this is um, all about superheroes. That have been quarantined. Everyone's quarantined. You're not allowed to leave the house. So these superheroes have been, they, they can't leave either. So what are these super, how are these superheroes handling themselves in quarantine? And um, I think some guys are probably fine. And there's going to be others that are just incredibly struggling with the situation. Like they're losing their minds. So Chris, did you have any particular superheroes that you wanted to start off with? 
Okay, so uh, the first one that I can kind of think of that would be like kind of okay with it, just from that point of view, uh-huh. I think Spider Man. Spider is going to be just fine with right. this. I mean, he's a teenager. He would probably it to his general day to day, whereas he's not kicked out of him, constantly recuperating. Like a lockdown quarantine, where even the bad guys are quarantined, right? Oh, yeah, everybody's like, quarantined. Yeah. Oh, I can handle this. He's got Mary Jane with him. You know, part of the same family is probably in good shape there from that standpoint. Yeah. If it's if it's pre-Mary Jane, though, now that adds a different wrinkle to it. And then then maybe he's trying to sneak out and then uh, do the quarantine hookup. Oh, the quarantine um, hookup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but uh, but I think in general, just because he's kind of an introvert anyways, like uh-huh. I think Spider-Man is like, uh, he's got this. This guy's got it. Okay. Okay. Nice. Now, I was thinking... If the Flash was quarantined, like I don't think he'd handle it. Like, like, like he's just running no. circles around in his house, and he's just burning through the floor at this point in time. Like, he's got to burn off all that energy, and he's got, he's got nowhere to do it. So yeah, he's room to breathe, man. Yeah, like he can go to like here and across the Atlantic in like three seconds. Yeah. Now he's got to stay in his like in his Manhattan apartment and not run around. Yeah. Oh, he's in trouble. He, he's Central in big City. trouble. Yeah, but but how? He's got weird. How do you quarantine Aquaman? Like, is that even possible? Like, like you just like stay in the ocean, or if he's out yeah. of the ocean, is he in trouble? I think if he's out of the ocean, he's in trouble. Like, this is a good question. Is it just one ocean? This is like stay in the Atlantic. If you find in the Pacific or the Indian, then you we're gonna. It's super pissed at you. Well, what if he was Michael like Man. saving the world and he was out of the water? Like, is he gonna drive like a fit? How does that work? I don't know how the yeah, I think he's, he's so he's got like lungs because like he can breathe out of water, like he doesn't have to be in water. Okay, like Aquaman is just like, a weird one. Uh huh. I think Aquaman here's where I think I would put Aquaman as freaking out. Okay, so. Uh, the JLA have this like uh, moon base. They've got a base on the moon. Right. What if Aquaman was in the moon base when the quarantine order comes? He can't even be on Earth now. Now he's stuck in the freaking moon, man. Oh, man. He starts flipping out at that point. Uh-huh. If he's in the ocean, like, yeah, he's got 70% of the freaking world he can go to. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You're on a trench. You know, like, big deal. No big deal. And right. he can breathe above, you know, the air. So if he's quarantined to his, like, little lighthouse or something, I mean, uh, that probably isn't that big of a deal. But put this guy on the moon. Can't even do anything. Yeah, yeah. Rule his kingdom. Can't, can't bang his kind of hot wife, Mara. <laughs> you know, that's a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, so, so the Ninja Turtles probably wouldn't have that much of an issue being quarantined. You know, they live in the sewer. But what happens right. if the pizza delivery shuts down? Now, yeah, Michelangelo whipping out. Yeah. Oh, and Raphael, man, that was the hot ticket, anyways. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have them like fighting to the death at some point. Like somebody's gonna have like yeah. a, a side like stabbed in their, their abdomen at, at some particular point because there's no pizza. You know. No. They, no, that's that's gonna be a bad situation. Yeah. You're gonna have Donatello trying to keep the peace. Or maybe Leonardo. He was always like the more level-headed leader guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's that's gonna be the first to go. The three of them, Donatello and Raphael and Michelangelo, just jump him. 
Yeah. Jump Leonardo. Oh, eat yeah. Leonardo. <laughs> and slowly turn on each other. Yeah. Of course, you know, you always you only have to wonder what happens if April O'Neil is down with them when they get in quarantine. And she's just like, oh, God. <laughs> April O'Neil was like, uh, she was another one that was like, all right, I can I can get behind this April O'Neil thing. And tells like she's just like smitten by these turtles, man. Although, yeah. didn't she like Casey Jones? Wasn't that like her, her kind of like big flame was the human Casey Jones that, that wore that? That mask. The hockey mask, yeah, with like the hockey stick. Yeah. She had maybe. To, yeah. I mean, we know she was banging turtles. Let's be honest. Don't give me the Casey Jones argument. She was totally banging turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Like these out of here with that. super steroided, you know, ooze turtles. Yeah. She really liked the shell, apparently. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't even know what that means. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Of course, I, I feel like... But, oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I feel like... um, uh, What's his face? Hulk. Uh, Banner or whatever. I feel like he would be fine. He'd be chill. Everything's cool. Yeah. Then you have Tony Stark just texting him shit, trying to, like, piss him <laughs> off. Right. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, just trying to get him mad. Like... <laughs> he, he, would, he would totally be all right until, like... Uh, the weirdest thing happened, mm-hmm. you know, like it could be, anything. it could be like, uh, the, the contract came up for the office on Netflix and it's not on Netflix anymore. And then boom, instant, like Hulk freak out apartments destroyed, you know, people are getting sick everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's just going to take like, a little thing to just like throw that guy off. Oh yeah. He orders something on Amazon finds out that even though he has Amazon prime, he's not getting it in two days. And then he just, <laughs> what? Just like freaks out. It's yeah. just, it's breaking everything. And then, then you got uh Scarlett Johansson, like, Whoa, I've never seen this side of you before. And he's just like just jumping through buildings. And then, uh, that's not a good way to break. I mean, just break quarantine. <laughs> oh, no. no, then you got like rampaging Hulk to deal with on top of the virus. Yeah. Yeah. So are you allowed to let somebody out to, to deal with the Hulk or do you just let him do his thing? I guess it depends on how crazy the virus is. Right. You know, they got like, uh, they got Trump making decisions on like, all right, we got Hulk destroying New York city, but, uh, this virus is pretty bad, dude. So what are we going to do? Can Tony Stark go take care of him or not? Yeah. Maybe we can pit the Hulk against the virus and see what happens. Yes. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, of course, I guess one I, of my favorite. Oh, go ahead. I say, I guess smart, smart Hulk could do it, but nobody likes smart Hulk. Nobody likes smart Hulk. Everybody likes a dumb idiot Hulk. Yeah. One of my favorite Hulk, like strips is uh, Hulk getting mad at the rain, and he's like, <laughs> he's getting rained on, and he's like just fighting, literally like. You know, during the storm, just getting like super upset with it. It's uh-huh. like just classic, just dumb Hulk. Yeah. Can't stop the rain, obviously, and he's just like not having it. Mm-hmm. It's getting rained on, walking out, and destroying a bunch of stuff because of it. <laughs> hey, we've all been there when we're caught in the rain. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, it's completely relatable for me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody that uh, that kind of bends the rules a little bit with this quarantine thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Nightcrawler can just teleport wherever the heck he wants to go, man. Like, how do you know if this guy's ever actually in quarantine? Right. Like, he just freaking 
blink away and then he teleports to someplace else. Mm-hmm. I guess Doctor Strange could do that too. Just like I'm gonna whoop. Yeah. Like, don't worry about these guys. These are the guys that aren't social distancing. These yeah. are guys that are extending it. Yeah. Doctor Strange teleporting. Nightcrawler teleporting. Yeah. Like stay at home, guys. They, yeah, they are the ones that are spreading the coronavirus because they're yeah, just you're, you're up for us. <laughs> you got Tony. It's like, come on, doctor, you gotta stay home. Like, like you're ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah. It's like Tony's just getting drunk off of it. <laughs> like every. He's just losing his mind, exploding stuff in his in his giant building or, or you know, uh, Malibu house or whatever it is, whatever's still existing. He's totally becoming the the alcoholic Tony Stark again. Yeah, that's probably going to be a freaking comic arc right there. Coronavirus yeah. turns Stark back into the alcoholic. We all loved alcoholic Tony Stark, by the way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's just shooting stuff while he's in his he's in his uh, Iron Man suit. Right. So, how do you think? How do you think Bruce Wayne handles this whole situation? Is he just doing like sit-ups in the Batcave? Yeah, I think he's like. I feel like he's always in like quarantine mode, anyways. Yeah, he doesn't really like society. No, he's very solitary. He's probably like taking it a little bit better. Like, not as good as Spider-Man is in terms of like Spider-Man's recuperating from broken bones and stuff like that. Uh huh. Batman is probably just rage doing ab crunches, just <laughs> rage ab crunches, just angry, thinking that maybe he can't get out there. Probably still maybe sneaking out there. Right. He's just like depends on like who he's stuck with too, right? If it's just him and Alfred, <laughs> Alfred would probably end up like hanging himself. Like yeah, I don't think Alfred could take it. He'd be like, "You got to get out of here, quarantine or not." Fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, you you gotta leave. Then he and yeah. Batman's just doing his sit ups with just his crawl. I, I mean his cowl and his socks on, just crying about right his mean. mom. Yeah. Like, Martha right. sixty seven. Martha Alfred's sixty eight. Like, so sick of seeing Bruce Wayne's dong swinging around the, the mansion all day. <laughs> like, put some clothes on. Both gotta live here. No, the funny thing would be is if is if Bruce Wayne has just a, like a micro penis and Alfred is just huge, just hung, and so Alfred's the one just walking around, just dropping dong, and and Bruce is just like Alfred. Yes. <laughs> so that's actually that's, that's actually what that's happened. To, so Bruce Wayne feels like he has to compensate for his lack of a giant. Uh, Alfred penis, and so this is right. why this is what is actually driven him to become Batman. Is he's trying to compensate for what he doesn't have, but what the Butler does have. I think we've gotten to the bottom of what really created Batman. This is one hundred percent true. Which is like, <laughs> just like Bob Kane's dead, so he can't tell us like the truth or not. But we know it. We know this is really. The, the real character arc right here. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it's just compensating for for Alfred's dong. <laughs> it, it makes too much sense. Too much sense. It makes too much. Alfred just walking around, just walking around the the mansion, dropping dong at like the most the ran, most random times. <laughs> Alfred, uh, get me a! Oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Constant. Plus, in his British accent, his like, <laughs> yeah, 
It's like something a matter, something a matter, Master, Master, uh, Master Bruce. He's just, just <laughs> like, should I wake up, Dick? He's like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. It's like you're. <laughs> See, that makes it even better that Bruce Wayne micropenis, his his partner's name is Dick. <laughs> exactly. He can't, exactly. He can't get away with it. He can't get away from it. No. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely a thing that's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think in uh I think in Lois Lane Superman world. Mm-hmm. You've got a constant battle between Lois getting and needing to get out there, but Superman being like the Boy Scout and being like this because of uh, America, whatever. Yeah, Lois is like you got to get out there and get all the different stories, and and you're really smothering me right now, Clark. <laughs> you're smothering me. I think Superman. Yeah, Superman ends up like smashing the corner. Oh she yeah, just drives him to. Yeah. <laughs> She turns him in, into Bizarro Superman. Yeah, yeah. Although, who knows? Maybe he's quarantined in the the Fortress of Solitude, and just like you, you got to quarantine up there because I can't handle you down here. Unless he's out on the farm, then it wouldn't be it too be. bad. Yeah. Distancing since was built. Yeah. Thanos, I think, is loving it. Who is? He's like definitely not Thanos. He's he's the guy that's spitting oh, on yeah. everything. Yeah. He's trying to like kill everything. Thanos actually introduced the coronavirus to everybody. He's like, I'm gonna kill half <laughs> of you somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't know when it happened in China, so you can't go back in time to fix it. <laughs> it's genius. It's genius. Genius. It is. Yeah. Downright diabolical. Yeah, Than- Thanos knew. <laughs> Thanos knew. Take that game. Thanos knew. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm trying to. Yeah, I just. Mm, I'm trying to think of uh, what other superheroes might be. How they might be handling stuff. I'm just like, uh, mm, pretty much the same. You know, Thor's just drinking beer, playing video games with uh, that rock guy. No, just hanging out. Uh, he could even go back to Asgard and be good. He'd be like, I'm not, not even going to be out of guys. I'll just quarantine myself from Earth. You guys deal with that. Right. I'll be in the realms, drinking beer, getting fat. <laughs> but didn't they destroy that place? Didn't that one, like, like the fire dude break it up? Or was that? Yeah, they did. Surter. Or whatever he like destroyed like uh like now Asgard's on like a like is that Norway or a series of spaceships oh right oh, yeah well weren't they in the spaceship and then they, they went to like Norway or something like that you're right they did yeah yeah so he's place else yeah so I feel like Norway wouldn't be a terrible place to be quarantined you're already kind of quarantined anyways if you're on like one of those coast things you get to wear those cool sweaters. You know, those cool, yeah. no, those cool, like, fisherman sweaters. That's a place Norway would be the one to be quarantined in. Yeah. You got, you got those, Nor- the, the Norwegian chicks that are like, like, I don't know. They, they gotta be cool, know, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, I, I think so. 
Yeah. Every Norwegian chick I've ever met is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, which is... Uh, <laughs> which is like less than one, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of these days, once we get two... two Blah. Once we get two dudes off the really off the ground and we're just like interviewing, you know, uh, Allison Dottie or Duty, it's got to be Dottie, right? Uh, once we once we've been, once we have like guest stars like Allison on and we're traveling around the world, we'll go to Norway and see what it's like. <laughs> we'll do a live podcast yeah, there we from go. Norway, yeah. but uh, once we can actually you know, travel again, maybe these <laughs> step one. <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah. Then we'll talk. Yeah. You know what I think is having a field day? Swamp Thing is loving the quarantine. Because <laughs> now, like, have you seen, like, the stuff like that that's just, like, going off and what is out and about? Oh, nah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> that's just, like, these animals are, like, coming. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, they're, like, the retaking color. over, like, towns. Yeah. Swamp thing and, and any plant-based nature type creature hero is like absolutely loving this quarantine at this yeah. point. So you think poison ivy is like probably digging it too? Yeah, poison ivy's digging it. They're like working to make sure that we never get sports and comic books back again because they love it. Yeah, that sounds like so like screw that. That's got to be maybe Thanos. That's how he wanted us to like kill each other. Just like we're gonna take sports away. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, that that sounds like yeah, that sounds like a DC or even a DC thing with like Joker's like, oh, we're gonna take sports away and then watch them all lose their minds. Like I could see. Tell you, man, I'm surprised we've made it this far without yeah. sports. Yeah, this this is episode four of technically season three of Two Dudes in a Six Pack, and this is our like the quarantine season, and this is episode four, man, like. We're like this is the beginning of week four of quarantine. Like that's insane. It's crazy, dude. We should have been talking about uh, opening day stuff, man, and uh, whatever the heck's going on with the NFL draft. Those would have been topics that we could have talked about at this point. Yeah, but who knows? Silver lining. We're going to tr- we're gonna see we're gonna see if we can uh, uh, trick some or get some. Uh, um, celebrities on I, I, man. Oh, we're gonna do it, dude. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna find celebrities that that are so starved for attention that uh, will need our platform just to just to have a voice again. Yeah, this will. Be... I guess they already do, but yeah. they can't talk to people like as cool as us. Oh, absolutely. We're we're gonna create a list. Um, off. At the end of this episode, uh, off air, and then we're gonna tell you maybe next week, you know, some of the people that we are inviting on to two dudes, and we're gonna see uh, <laughs> yes. exactly if if we can get anybody. Because if we do, you better believe we're gonna. It'll be the greatest episode. Oh ever. man, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, it's, we're already producing some pretty stellar content. Let's not like sell ourselves short here. Yeah, but who wants to, uh, you know? Drink a few beers, talk about pop culture and the worst, making the best of the worst situation. Then a celebrity right now, yeah. they're they're trying to make the best of the worst situation at yeah. the moment. Especially, oh man, okay, I, I got some ideas. I'll talk to you off air, but um, <laughs> I think he's gonna be fantastic. I like it. I dig it. Um, but yeah, do you have any other uh, superheroes you wanted to <laughs> dive into? Or you think we're pretty set? 
I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. If, if anybody else, if we didn't, if we mentioned somebody and, you, and any listeners out there were like idiots, miss this person, <laughs> which we then, probably did. You know, yeah. yeah, bring it. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let us know, man. Let us know because hey, we got enough of my time right now with two dudes and a six pack. So. uh Exactly. Who knows if we get some celebrity uh, on here, maybe we just do like standalone interviews, uh, you know, making the best of the worst with Allison from Indiana Jones. So, yeah. You know, never know. <laughs> this could be the whole new content format. coming oh, up. oh man, this is going to just reintroduce two dudes to the world and it's going to blow minds. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I think. Oh, you know, we haven't. I, I was jumping ahead. So okay, we gotta pick our best uh, drink out of the three. So Chris, out of your three drinks, which one was your favorite? Oh man, this is an easy one for me. It uh, compared to Natural Light and Natural Light Seltzer, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was the uh, the Belgian White, twenty four ounce of uh, Belgian White from Blue Moon. Um, nice. Solid beer, haven't had it in in long enough, and uh, still good, man. Still, I, I can, a little bit more carbonated than I would have liked, mm-hmm. but uh, I still dig it. It's still really good. Oh man, I dig it. Yeah, and you know, I had some actually pretty. I feel like this might be the the most solid selection I have had maybe ever <laughs> on the just straight up beer front. Yeah, you had like a. Great lineup, man. Yeah, it's nice when you have beers in the back of your refrigerator and you forget about it. But, um, man, I'm torn. Um, you know what? I'm actually gonna go with the Guinness simply because it was colder <laughs> when I drank it. Um, if the Who Garden wouldn't been colder, um, uh, when I cracked it open, I probably would have gone with that. But the Guinness really just hit the spot. I really. It's nice. It's nice to get into a, just a classic Guinness from time to time. So it is. I, you know, it's a, it's another one of those things, man. Where like uh, too many people out there, younger beer drinkers mainly, they like they want to stick with the craft. But some of these, like Guinness, the classics are the classics for a reason. Yeah, dude. Guinness be- might be the best widely produced beer. Just period. Yeah, I agree. You know. If, if that's, I mean, I guess it's mass produced. I mean, I don't know, but uh, it's a solid beer no matter where you get it. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I guess that that is the episode this week, and uh, you know, it, it, it's it's been entertaining. You know, uh, hopefully this at least helps you get you know burned through a couple hours. Uh, maybe you're going for a walk or. You know, you can you can argue with us on you know while you're walking on the best bars or best whatever, but uh, we got some more stuff coming at you in the weeks to come. We we're all in this together, so you know we just take it one one day at a time. But um, that's right, yeah, yeah. So, but we'll see you guys again next week. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll hear from some celebrities that you know we, we can pull on the show. Who knows? Crazier, crazier things have happened. I, I mean, I don't think any of us saw ourselves being quarantined all summer. So, just never know. Right? Yeah, celebrities. Know. Celebrities need to get out there, and they have nothing else to do. So, they you get, want to see the show? You got the, you know, which which celebrities do you think we could get on this show? Send us a comment, like, comment, subscribe, 
what do you want to see? We'll try to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. And yes, absolutely. Like, subscribe, give us a review. Just uh, make it good. If it's if you don't like it, send us an email or a voicemail. Maybe we'll play the voicemail. That'd be entertaining. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that that is the show for the week, and we will catch you guys next week. And so for myself and for Chris, we will just catch you guys later. See ya. Thank you.